electrified. So what's that mean for me? Cause I've been mining for salt in an empty Live from the landing strip in Houston, Texas. It's the 385th edition of Houston Wrestling Radio. This is Abel. It's Chris. And thank you so much for tuning in today, guys. We very much appreciate it. If you are watching us live and in Technicolor, thank you, thank you, thank you. Log in to your YouTube account. That way you could chat along with us in the live <laughs> chat. Live chat's already on. It's already on? Oh, God, Hell Jojo. Yeah. Jojo, what's Bruh. up, my brother? Nice to see you, Jojo. Be like Jojo, log in. I'll see you in the live chat. I'll try to uh, involve you as best as I can in the show if you just want to say hi. Fact check us, ask us questions, talk shit, whatever. I'll see it and I can involve you as best as I can. If you're not watching this live, that's okay. You can still interact with us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Houston Wrestling Radio. Yeah. Boom. Boom. Chris. Chris, how the hell are you? I'm tired, man. Yeah. I'm so tired. It's been a long fucking week, and it's humid as fuck here. That nice. you know what? That's the one thing I learned yesterday. It's humid as fuck here. You barely learned that. How yes. long have you been living here? Too long. So <laughs> I was at dynamite last night. Um, four horsemen honorary replacement Arnold took your spot. Yes, he did. Um, we waited for an Uber on the way to go back home. We were outside for six a minutes. What? A lift. <laughs> it was Scott's app. Oh, it was Scott's phone. So he was the one. And um, Scott yeah, passing the buck. <laughs> Six minutes, and my my arms were fucking shipply glazed, covered in sweat. Travis was bleeding from the face. It was all clear. It was all sweat. Oh yeah. Scott in Scotland, the Scottish people, they don't sweat. But goddamn, dynamite last night. Yeah. Did you watch? Yes, sir, I did. The whole thing? The whole thing. One word. Fun. Yeah? It was a fun show. It was it was really good. All the matches front to back were um solid. Um it almost had that takeover feel where it's like, we're not sure if this is gonna be that good. On paper, the matches sound alright, but uh I'm not sure about the build for two or three of them. But uh there's a couple of them that have good build. Eh, we're not sure, and then Bam, 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 bam. Top to bottom, they were all bangers. Yeah. Your match of the night. I, I'll tell you what I want to say is match of the night. But I don't think I can say it in good conscience. My match of the night that I want to say is Jurassic Express versus the Young Bucks. Whoa! I want to say it. I want to say that that is my match of the night. But... I don't think I could fully commit to that unless you you convince me otherwise. Because it's almost too obvious. It's almost too cliche to say main event. Jericho, MJF, they've had this long feud. They uh, uh, had what we thought was going to be a blow off. The fucking moment of all moments for the past year or maybe even two or three years with Houston... Houston, this is Houston Wrestling Radio, and it was Houston that got the moment to sing Jericho's theme song without it actually play. That was so cool. It came out cool on TV, right? I wish I was there in the audience with you guys to do that because it was just awesome. But um, 
and then the swerve of MJF actually winning, I don't think anybody saw that coming. I by th- submission. By submission. That was so surprising. So surprising. What? MJF, he went through the five labors of Jericho to beat all these fucking other jabronis to get to MJF. To have this blow-off feud, of course Jericho's going to win this because this is a blow-off of the feud. And not only did Jericho lose, but he lost by By submission? submission. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? I've never been so pleasantly surprised by a finish that pissed me off so much. (laughs) I am going to start the debate slash argument by putting a big... Asterisk on the entire night. <laughs> why? And I'ma tell you why. Why? Your boy, cheap mofo right here, always gets the nosebleeds. Always goes to the top. I got 25 on that. Nah. Fertita Center is gorgeous. It is. You couldn't tell by half of it because the, the hallway lights were all off. Okay. <laughs> so you're just guided by the light in the middle of the arena. Like okay, almost like okay. flies to the to the zapper. It felt good passing by Scott's Brewery Buddies on row 18. Mm-hmm. It felt better walking by Aaron and Bacon and Foreman on row n- 11. Nine or whatever. Nine. Whatever, yeah. And it felt even better when we got to row two. Mm-hmm. And there are only six seats in that row and four of them were mine. Yeah. Ding. Wait, where's Dingy? Taking a break. Okay. Until you realize... Half. I'm the banker. I stayed up last night with the calculator. Half of the action Mm -hmm. on Dynamite Mm -hmm. was outside of the ring. Oh. So when you're second row from the floor on the lower bowl, you don't see any of that shit. Mm -hmm. Because you're not above it. You're behind it. Mm. Half of every fucking match. I had to complain about NXT too in the Capital Wrestling Center. Everyone has to eat the glass, that hockey glass that surrounds the ring at one point in every fucking match. Dynamite. Every motherfucker. It it was like the the ring was lava. Let's get the fuck out. (laughs) (laughs) And I couldn't see shit to the point that we had to turn around to see the HD monitor in the back. And when it started showing up on television, that people on the floor are not looking in front of the ring, but behind, they Mm. shut the fucking TV off. (laughs) What? The the monitor on the back, the scoreboard, they shut it off. And then, all WWE's misgivings, 99% of the time when you're at a live show, you see the main camera feed on the Titantron. Okay. No, all they were selling was dynamite. So you could, if you were not in front of the ring and for Tita being a one level, yeah, I don't even think the people on the highest parts of those sections were able to see everything that happened outside of the ring. Okay. Unless you were in front of Jericho, unless you were in front of Moxley and Kingston when they got jumped by 2.0. Yeah. Or yeah. if you were ringside when Darby Allen started throwing himself around like he was auditioning for Jackass Forever, which he won. Um, Half of that shit. It was hard to enjoy. Mm. 
there's things that I, I'm leading myself to believe are match of the week candidates or picks, mm-hmm. but I can't with a full conscience say it because I missed half of it <laughs> by happenstance. Because okay. the one time I get decent seats, I can't see shit. <laughs> so I will start with my defense of MJF and Jericho. Okay. Accentuate the positives, hide the negatives. Yes. Chris Jericho, goddamn 50 years old. Yes. Ultimate Warrior now. He's huffing and puffing before he even gets to the ring. Yeah. So what do you do? You go slow. Go slow. The, the first five minutes, if you go back and watch that match, it isn't a wrestling match. It's just like tit for tat. Something small. There, Jer- Jericho wasn't hitting the ropes. Jericho wasn't jumping off of shit. They built it from the very... They, they went from like a thousand RPMs and then slowly started putting some weight on the pedal. And you could see the mo- the momentum and the build and the story going on, to where the part where MJF took the brace off and was actually attacking Jericho's arm. Um, Jer- Maybe it was the, the in, in the heat of the moment, but towards the end of that match, Jericho didn't seem to be as gassed as he normally is in singles matches okay. at main event Okay, level. I can yes, I agree. And, I agree. And that's to the detriment of how that match was laid out, and MJF. Slowing it down a little bit. MJF's young. He can go fast if he wants to. You've seen his yeah. matches with Sammy Guevara with Cody Rhodes. He can go. Yeah. But I give credit to MJF for slowing down and carrying some of that. And the goddamn storytelling at the end, man. The fact and, and here's where pe- I've read a lot of people critique this part. Jericho used the bat without okay. the referee knowing. Yeah. But then chose not to hit him with the Judas effect also when the referee wasn't showing. Mm. And then fans are like, then what's the point? Like, yeah. why use the bat if you didn't use the Judas effect? Yeah. It's heel on heel crime because Jericho's been a heel. You yeah. don't want to give MJF any motive to say, yeah, you beat me, but you had to use the move that I told you not to use even though the referee wasn't looking. Yeah. So it made sense in that way that Jericho's like, no, I'm going to beat him my way. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do it like a heel would, like MJF would. Okay. Came back to bite him, and then Jericho that split second where he like reversed it. Everybody lost their shit. Yeah. Oh man. And even me being live in the audience, there are times you know I nibble my ear a little bit, rub my belly, you know, let me know that it's coming, lube it up. I don't mind a little foreplay. I don't. I don't mind. I don't mind a little pain. So watching everyone get pissed when MJF won that match was so <laughs> funny. Holy shit, that was so funny. But it's the right thing. Yeah. Jericho, Jericho's entire existence in AEW from the moment he showed up is he's trying to bring all the new talent up to his level. Yeah, putting other folks over. Which is what he was doing uh, a lot in WWE also in his later in his years. last runs, yeah. yeah. So, so I, that, I knew MJF was winning. Yeah. I, oh, had it in I my didn't gut. know. MJF was I winning. didn't know. I thought for sure Jericho was going to win. You that. could, if I have, if I have the pencil, you could still have Jericho use the Judas when he had the opportunity to, and have like the ultimate blow off at all out. Yeah. Because I was under the impression the way this was booked that you had to go through these five labors and then get MJF. I didn't know MJF, MJF was, was the, the fifth. fifth. Yeah, yeah, so it, I, I'm I'm with you there. And and yeah. it's it's kind of riding this curtail somewhat of disappointment. 
mm-hmm. because I was expecting that at all out. Okay. What else I was expecting it all out was Omega versus Hangman. Okay. And that's not happening, which we could talk about that later. Okay. But it it, it, it was weird to have that match there, but I'm not going to complain because I'm fucking there. <laughs> the other match was the opening match. Okay. Can, can we pause before you get to that match? Sure. Jojo, we already said hi to. Arnold. Hey! Welcome. And Daniel. Welcome. Dang. Yes. They're kind of blowing up stuff here in the live chat. That's oh, why yeah. I was like, we, we, we need to pause. Uh, Chris, uh, Daniel says, Chris is like, and I'll tell you why. For a cheeseburger and a cerveza. <laughs> no cheese. <laughs> Arnold said that those seats were tiny. Yeah, they were angled, so you didn't have that room. Yeah, uh, yeah he was. Well, maybe your end. ass is just fat, Arnold. I, you know what? I wasn't gonna say it with the pH. I was no, <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it. But since you mentioned it, he's he's when he's like this, he's, he's a little stout, little bit <laughs> crouching up my space. And there was only one one men men's room in the whole arena. Is that true? <laughs> yes. Holy shit! The line was long. Thankfully, guys can piss standing up. Yeah. So yeah. Now, what, and, but the lights okay. were off in the entire hallway, so I couldn't even see the merch table to see what they had. Oh, that sucks. That uh, yeah. Uh, uh, have seen Jericho do a third rope Hurricane Rana since WCW. Yeah, for all the crap that Jericho's been getting this year about his cardio and his physical appearance, as far as his stomach goes, he did everything so good yesterday. Yeah. There were there were kids behind us, and they're like, "Does Jericho still do the moonsault?" And the friends and then, like. Whoop. The dude's lion like, salt. yeah, kind of. Lion salt. This dude's still a lion salt? Yeah, kind of. Nah, that motherfucker did it fucking yeah. postcard perfect. Yeah, he the did. Be- the- he he did. Fu- looked the best he did. And again, I think that goes back to they started slow so that Jericho still had gas at the end. Yeah. Because we haven't, we haven't even gone through the layers because it's been four weeks or three weeks. Jericho versus Juventude? Yeah. Jericho and Warlow. Jericho and Nick Gage. We have our reservations about it, but you know. Oh no, I'm gonna we're gonna lay them out real quick right now. Alright. Nick Gage can't wrestle. Ding! He, Where's Dingy? The fundamentals of pro wrestling. What are you gonna do when I go like this? Thank you! Even if it's delayed. Nick Gage probably sold one move the entire time. Mm. If he's got set, he was sitting up, perched on top of the turnbuckle. Jericho's giving him headshots. Nick Gage is just like this. Yeah. Jericho's kicking him, and Nick Gage is sitting down in the corner. He's just going like this. Mm. He did like what? One wrestling move, two wrestling moves. Yeah. He sold a pizza the- cutter after it got on him. Yeah. He all the rest were the shit. He sold nothing. He almost sold negatively. Yeah. And I don't even know how that could be done. Some of those labors, oh, uh, yeah. so like he got all the all that and turned it into what we got with fucking MJF. Yeah, yeah. Finally, like the one time, like the time it was due. <laughs> Daniel says Arnold's ring name will be El Gordísimo. <laughs> no, man, you you you. If you're gonna give someone a luchador name, it has to be heritage. So how fitting. That there's a position open that Arnold could be El Nuevo Super Porky. <laughs> Carry uh, the legend, brother. 
Uh, Arnold did say hearing uh, the dad a few rows back breaking things down for his kid was gold. Yeah. Yeah. That, that. that was cool. Do you have any more to say about that? Like, uh, dad was just breaking down stuff for the kid? Yeah. Okay, cool. There's a, There was a lot of that. Definitely a lot of that going on. The opening match was Sting and Darby Allen. God damn. Hijo de son of Porky? <laughs> son of Porky Jr.? Yeah. Or Super Porky Jr.? It felt so good to see Sting wrestle. He's looked in great shape to be 61. Yeah. Um, again, you might not like the booking. You might not like what's done. But in front of that audience, AEW gave that audience what they wanted fucking all night. Yeah. That was not... Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and I had Travis there. Yeah. <laughs> who's like the son of Cornette. Old it's man up, Travis. Old man Travis. And Scott's kind of rubbing off a little bit. And to an extent, he's kind of rubbing off on me a little bit too. Oh, hey. so much but I, I see the... But you, you, I, I can find the middle ground. So yeah. when I'm, I'm like, I'm hearing everybody on my left talking shit. And I leave them on my right. And Arnold's like, God damn, this is good. This is Arnold's first AW show. And yeah. I bet it ain't going to be his last. Oh, yeah. That's fucking good. Yeah. Arnold chimed back in about the, the son of Porky and all that. He said, nah. I'm going to be Hijo de Pimpinella. <laughs> <laughs> Arby Mascarita <sighs> Sucia. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh, man. That dynamite was fun. The only <laughs> other drawback that I could say, that I could think of, yeah. which is a gift and a curse, is that roster is fucking stacked. I wanted to see Cassidy. He didn't show up on Dynamite. He showed up la- later. I wanted to see Miro wrestle. He didn't show up at all. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see Jay Cargill do something. She did the backstage promo. Um, Lucha Bros. They didn't, they didn't wrestle on this show. Um, fucking Black. I wanted oh, to see yeah. Black so bad. Nah, that's next week. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't even see him. Punk wasn't on the show. This time last year, I could have caught <laughs> Hangman. If it weren't for COVID, I would have been seeing Hangman and Omega as tag champs. This show, the most over guy on your roster, and he ain't there. Yeah. Yeah. But you have all that fucking talent, and you're bringing in more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, are we going to jump maybe back to Rampage real quick? Sure. Because you bring up the roster, and... I liked the fact that Rampage was on one hour. It felt refreshing and it felt like I can do this. Because on paper, sitting here, whenever we talked about it before, oh, you know, AEW's getting a second show. What was my reaction? Ah, oh, God damn. More fucking content. Oh, More fourth, content. Fourth show. Oh, f- yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, technically. Oh, God. Fuck. I can't do this. I can't do this. But when I actually sat down and I watched the one hour of Rampage, it felt refreshing. Because did you watch it live or did you use Fast Forward Juice for the commercials? I was like 30 minutes behind, so I wanted so to catch it So 45 minutes is perfect. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it was, yeah, it, it was refreshing because it was enough of important AEW because Elevation and Dark not that important, right? But, like, if they're going to treat Rampage the same way that they're treating Dynamite and it's a must-see show, but if they still keep it at one hour, cool. And you're going to need that with the fucking stacked roster like you're talking about. You know, if you don't see Miro on on, on Impact, or, excuse me, you don't see Miro on Dynamite, well, at least it'll be on Rampage. Possibly. Possibly. Theoretically, yeah. you Theoretically, know? Yeah. Uh, but 
Yeah. Rampage was easy to digest. Um, solid matches from top to bottom. It, it kind of had what I was hoping it would have. Um, AW Dynamite is very top. It's, it's, and I don't want to say this negatively. It's a lot of quantity over quality, even though there's a lot of quality. For yeah. example, something happens, the match is over, then something happens afterwards, or the match is over, and you don't even have time to digest that because before they go to break, they go backstage to another promo. Or they, it's just, oh, it feels like it's going like this. Because Ram- trying to cram yeah. stuff in there. And Rampage didn't. Yeah. You had you had your match with them with Omega and Christian. Then for the most part, you had your squash match. You had Fuego del Sol die to Miro after he put up a nice ten or fifteen seconds of fluff. Yeah. But that was your squash. Then your feel good segment afterwards. The the nice little picture in picture face to face promo of the girls before they came out with and Mark Henry mediating, moderating before they came out yeah, for the main yeah. event. It was a solid forty five minutes. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. The only change I would make I understand, and it's awesome that the women are main eventing the show. It's awesome that Britt Baker is, is, is in her hometown. After hindsight being 2020, I would have definitely opened with the girls. Mm. I would have ended okay. with the title change. Maybe tease something a little, uh, something else to get you till yeah. next Wednesday. You know, because well, the, I mean, the, the way whole the hometown the thing, way, that's the probably way, why they did that. The way the, no, the, the problem with that was the way the booking was laid out. When your face in any other city in the country comes out to a face reaction, but against that, against Brit in her hometown, she's yeah. the heel. And then they bring in Jamie Hader, who we're supposed to remember was a chick that got hurt a couple of years ago. I didn't, I didn't remember, remember who the either. Fuck she was. She's supposed to be the bad, the, the heel because she's all in black, but she's getting cheered because she's helping out. Um, Britt Baker But that was after the fact Eventually Because when she first came out You could have heard a fart in church mm. No reaction whatsoever You end the show With the huge pop of fucking Christian Yeah After seven years Winning the Impact Title Yeah And starting yeah. that storyline Branching okay. off into the other multiverse Okay I'm, I'm with you, you know. on that now You you convinced me Yeah with that the big, way big they were being, the way they yeah. were, the way that whole episode was booked switched the first and the last match and you would have got a better presentation. Yeah. Um switching gears again back to Dynamite. Uh well, how'd you feel yeah. about uh Rosa versus Ford? The match was okay. Yeah. Uh again, I missed half of it. Um <laughs> It's a catch 22. Catch 22. Penelope is not on the level of Thunder Rosa. Right. But you want Penelope to rise up. So you need to have her with people like Thunder Rosa. Yeah. So that she can get better. It felt like, it felt, it feels like in the women's division, we're still going to get growing pains. Because, Mm. again, I don't want to say this negatively. I like the girl. She's she's had some pretty memorable spots already. She damn near broke her neck. Red Velvet was not ready for the main event. Okay. Ding. But she's getting better than she was when she first debuted months ago. Yeah. Penelope Ford is getting better than she was when she first came out as being Kip's number two and not even I wrestling. Can, I can agree with she's that. She's still not Thunder Rosa, Britt Baker, Nyla, Nyla yeah. Statlander level. 
But uh, she's Statlander might be a notch, a, a notch below. below. Yeah. But she's she's going in the right direction. Yeah. But if you're expecting a five star match from the women in your <laughs> in your fourth segment of the show, you're asking a little bit too much. Daniel says growing pains are one thing, but she made Rosa botch after botch after botch after botch. The only, if anything, I'm reaching. You know what they need? They need a, a developmental fucking, like, school where where they they call it, like, next or something. You know, like, <laughs> just have people train and they can put on shows. In front you know? of 20 people, 30 yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, OBW. yeah. Yeah, they, they partner up with some community college that does, like, yeah. film and stuff, you know? <laughs> they'll, they'll call it, like, Sail Away College or something like that. That's what they should do. The Pirate Bay. The Pirate <laughs> <laughs> I'm reaching When you do MMA and wrestling Sometimes you cross over And yeah. there might be moments Where Thunder Rosa has to think on her feet As an MMA fighter Because whatever you planned as a pro wrestler For whatever reason Isn't going as planned Okay, That's the only thing I can come up from the top of my head Yeah, Because there's times where Jake Hager wrestles Or there's times where Brock Lesnar Is actually wrestling where I know that's pro wrestling. That looked ugly. Mm. Really ugly. And sometimes ugly is good. Ask Becky Lynch. Ding? <laughs> As in you break Becky Lynch's face and she's... Oh! Ooh, <laughs> the... I didn't know what the fuck you meant. It was like, are you calling Seth ugly? Like, ask Becky Lynch why? Because she's fucks ugly dudes? Or are you saying Becky Lynch is ugly? No. I mean, if, yeah. if, 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 if we're, we're going to... I mean, if we're, you, I think Seth is a handsome fella. I think Beth can do... Uh, I think Becky can do better. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. I'm standing right I mean... Here. I'm sitting right here. I mean, you've seen his dick. <laughs> right? I mean... We've all seen it. We've all seen it. We've all seen it. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else from Dynamite you want to hit on or Rampage? Uh, I had something in my head, but it, it went out of my head. I, was, I forgot what it was. <laughs> yes. Oh, no, no, no. I do. I do. You were talking about MMA. Who the fuck was that dude that was like going off on this promo that was like an MMA yes. guy? Now, that was my feelings. Who the fuck is this guy? Why should I care about him? This is a low point. I don't really give a shit. But he was so good at being a heel and just talking shit and riling people up that I was like, okay, now I'm interested. He really just had people like pissed. Yeah. I don't know who the fuck he was or why he was there. He he is a legit coach for uh, American Top Team, is a a, a team from MMA. Um, If you would have paid a little bit more attention back in the day, and I don't mean back in the day, long time ago, I mean like a couple of years ago. Bobby Lashley's awesome heel run in Impact mm-hmm. was with American Top Team. and oh. Bob, But Lashley wasn't the mouthpiece. He was the mouthpiece. Mm. So when he walked out with fucking Junior Dos Santos yeah. and the, uh, the Russian that Arnold knows his name, he'll probably say in the chat because I forget it from time to time. Yeah. And he was going full 80s Florida Eddie Graham yeah. heel Oh, Jim yeah. Cornette, and, and, and yeah, it's he's old school. But where he's are we go- going with this? That's the part that I was like murky on. Like he came it, out to talk shit, just he, to talk shit. Because um, when they first debuted, when they first went to Miami for Road Rager in front of the Humanoids for the first time, he came out and talked shit. Lance Archer came out and beat him up. 
So I'm assuming with a couple more episodes of Dynamite and a few episodes of Rampage, they might be building to like this ESPN type crossover where Lance Archer fights an MMA guy. Either MMA rules or pro wrestling rules. I mean, maybe, but that's not what happened. Lance no, Archer so what, got jumped by... What's her name? Yeah, that, that's what happened this time. Right. But the first time, Lance Archer put his hands on on old white boy and, and showed him what was up because okay. they were, he was talking crap about the state of pro wrestling in, in 2021 and that locker room in particular. So <laughs> it's probably going to be... Or maybe a tag match, Lance Archer and a couple of guys against um, against uh, Men of the Year and an MMA fighter. Junior Dos Santos has teased that he's one wanting to wrestle. Cain uh, Velasquez was... Orlovsky. Orlovsky. Dan Orlovsky, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Arnold picked him up, like, picked him out of a lineup. Like, he knew exactly who that was. And I thought it was, um, I thought it was uh, the guy that has that BM, BMF title that he created. I forget his name. But... Um, yeah, that's another that's highlight. Better promo than most of the guys back there, but Travis liked it. <laughs> I th- Arnold says, I think Ricky starts in L.A. Drake. And L.A. Drake are having a competition over who could do the best uh, impression of The Rock. L.A. Knight? Yeah, that's what he means. Yeah, but you Knight. know Arnold. Yeah. He, you know. <laughs> you want to catch up on some news? Sure. First thought that popped in your mind when Matt Cardona won the the heavyweight championship for Game Changer Wrestling. Who the fuck is Matt Cardona? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is Game Changer Wrestling? Why do I care? Who's this jobber that won this no-name title? What? Why are people even talking about this? Yeah, that's that was my first thought. That was your first thought. And then they were like, oh, it's Zack Ryder. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Zack Ryder won a belt. What the fuck is Game Changer Wrestling? Who cares about this belt? You know? And then my third thought was, because after they told me, oh, that's that's this belt where he fought Nick, Nick Gage. Gage. And I was like, why the fuck is Zack Ryder fighting Nick Gage in a death match? This is, that sounds terrible. And then I, my fourth thought was, after I, I saw some of the match, was, this is terrible. <laughs> the match itself is god-awful. Again, Nick Gage doesn't sell. It's hardcore wrestling. Uh, not ECW. But damn, did they did they get attention from the outsider, the the wrestler that's not known for anything hardcore, winning the hard their their basically their hardcore heavyweight championship, yeah, and eating a pizza cutter from a fan, yeah. <sighs> yeah. Uh, Arnold said his first thought was staff infection. <laughs> Daniel Price says, "Who you know him? What do you okay. do with Bray Wyatt?" At this point, I think it would be too on the nose for him to debut in AEW and take over the Dark Order. I think it's 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 too much obvious shit, you know? Because we said the um, same thing about Matt Hardy. We said the same thing about Malachi Black. We said the same thing about, I think, somebody else. Yeah. Um, I want to see something completely different. I would like to see... And I'm going to do my best Hector impersonation here. I would like to see him drop the gimmicky shit, go to New Japan, and then just get known for fucking decimating fools, strong styling people, you know? Just, like, work on his, like, his, like, badass moves and wrestling, and that's it. No gimmicks necessary, you know? We already saw him without the beard, and he just looks 
fucking weird. That picture's fake. Oh, it is fake? Yeah. Oh, okay, well, cool. I didn't think it was fake. I was like, okay, well, it looks fucking weird. But, like, to him, for him to show up as the Fiend anywhere other than WWE, it's going to make it seem like, oh, they're just, you know, using WWE's rejects or whatever, right? Uh, for him to take over uh, 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 the Dark Order, that's not going to work because the Dark Order is not his thing. Mm-hmm. For him to take over, what's uh, what's the, 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 the one with Black Taurus Tor- in... Uh, in Impact the faction that they were talking oh, about. Oh, from CML. I forgot what it's called. The, the, whatever that, that yeah, faction them. is. It's in, two guys, in, two girls. Yeah, whatever that faction is in Impact. If he took over that, it's like two on the nose. You're trying to rebrand it. It's like Ultimate Warrior leaving WCW and going – or leaving WF and going to C- WCW and being the Renegade. Like yeah. I understand he wasn't the Renegade. Yeah, but but it, still, it, th- yeah, that would you. be what it is. He's, he's leaving one promotion, going into the other, and picking up the ripoff of what he was supposed to be. So, no, completely reinvent yourself. Don't do the Mr. Rogers gimmick. Don't do the Fiend gimmick. Don't go back to Eater of Worlds. Just be like, I've lost everything. I'm going back to just kicking people's ass, and I'm going to go to Japan and just fight my ass off. And that's it. That's it. I'm the complete opposite. Okay. I'm going to do my best Hector impression because there are certain moments in time that you know you have something. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the last times New Japan had something was when Jushin Thunder Liger died and Kishin Liger was reborn. When he took the mask off and you saw the face paint. New Japan, Japanese fans love the, I don't want to say the experience, but they like, uh, they're starting to get a lot more into characters. You see the great Okan do, do, doing his thing. Um, the, the Liger thing with Jushin and Kishin, the, the, the two sides of the story. And, I, and again, I've, I've said this more than once. The reactions of the audience when Brody, when, when Brody, Bruiser Brody would swing the chain around yeah, and everybody yeah. ran for their lives. Yeah. A version of The Fiend would fuck with a lot of Japanese people and they would love that character. Okay. There's enough talent on New Japan that is there just for the wrestling. You need to do something to stand out now. Okay. That's your that's your hook. Okay. Um, now, Arnold has a good point. Let's see, let's see what you think about this one. He's got like five kids and a wife. He ain't going to New Japan. His only lucrative option is AEW or maybe Impact. Don't you get paid pretty good if you're in New Japan? Now, the, the pay, move... The pay is not the, the issue. It's the travel. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The move, the like, I don't think JoJo and the kids are going to move here's, out there. And here's the other... And he has five kids? I thought it was just like two or three. Is I, it five? I, really? I didn't think it was that many. Or at least not with JoJo. Um, oh, here's man. the issue with New Japan. I could draw a lot of your show. He up, could probably do a lot of the American shows, but number one, he's not getting the payday. And number two, there's no guarantee that him by himself is going to get the attention. Ask yourself if you're watching New Japan shows with the roster that's in Japan, or if you're watching New Japan shows. With the roster that, that's currently in the United States. Not a lot of people are watching New Japan Strong on Fridays. Not a lot of tickets are being sold for the New Japan shows with the American roster that they have here in California. 
people are still going nuts over this, this shit that's going on in New Japan. Okay. I say that now with the possibility that you can build momentum. The New Japan show that happened over the weekend, Resurgence, Will Ospreay returned. Will Ospreay returned. Yeah. And he's carrying the New Japan world title. He never lost it. But why are they stripping Osprey of the heavyweight title if Moxley had the belt for a year without ever showing up in Japan because of COVID? Mm. So Osprey said that he is not wrestling in Japan. He's defending his world heavyweight title in the United States. Mm. So that's where can you build on that and get more people to watch the American stuff? Or you could, or does it matter because you're going to be going through the forbidden door and you're going to end up on Impact and AW anyway? Why does it matter if he signs with AEW or New Japan if he's going to end up on all the shows anyway? I mean, before, Which leads to Arnold's complaint that there's too many fucking shows that everybody shows up there's on. There's too many forbidden doors that yeah. are open. Hey, yeah. somebody close the goddamn door. You're letting the flies and the fiends in. Uh, Arnold says this in the That's live- the wrong band that you were just saying. Uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, Arnold says this. Uh, he had other kids with his ex-wife. He has child support. Ironically, <laughs> with a dad named IRS. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure nobody else cares about his fucking kids. Uh, JoJo says Osprey versus Fiend. Osprey versus Brian. No, Osprey. Punk and Osprey's been trying to challenge Punk to a match for a while. Are you telling me that we got through all of our AEW talk without talking about CM Punk? We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Okay. You know wrestling fans tend to tend to bust their nuts early. You, I saw JoJo in the chat. The first thing he said, <laughs> see him. Ha- happy CM Punk Eve. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with NXT? So NXT is coming up with a takeover for this weekend. No. no. That's not what we're talking about. Oh. Are you talking about all the firings? All the backstage hoopla. Yeah, okay, let's talk about it. Uh, I've lost track with who all is gone. Nine people. The only people that matter, Mercedes Martinez, Bronson Reed. Those are the the highest level talent that were promoted on that show. Not Adam Cole, baby. Not yet. Not yet. His contract's supposed to be up after after SummerSlam. Now, I thought somebody was saying, somebody was reporting that he... Did sign a contract uh, before the main roster. That's, I, that's I unconfirmed. That. That's unconfirmed. At least I haven't read it. Okay. Yeah. So apparently NXT or Vince has decided NXT is going to go back to how he wants developmental to be. Okay. Nobody under six feet. Nobody over 30 something years old or whatnot. He wants to create stars from the ground up like OVW. That class of yeah. Cena, Benjamin, Lesnar. Batista, Orton. Orton, that. He wants that again. Yeah. USA doesn't want that. <laughs> okay. What do you do with NXT? What would I do? Mm-hmm. If I had the book, I would keep keep doing what they were doing before all these firings. Hire the, the fucking unappreciated indie talent that have fucking chips on their shoulder. I don't care if they're, you know, seven feet tall, if they're vanilla midgets. I don't care. Uh, if they're good wrestlers and they have a following and people like them and we Grimes. need to get, Yeah, we need to give them a chance to shine and give them a little bit of creative uh, uh, freedom. Uh, freedom. Yeah, give them a little bit of creative freedom. Do it. 
and then work with that and just build good storylines with good wrestling at the same time. Now, I know that's very easy for me to say sitting here, armchair wrestling fan, you know, but the way I viewed NXT is, at one, broke, why are you trying to fix it? It feels like I'm going back in time when I say this. Um, One of my favorite documentaries, Who Killed the Electric Car? Okay. If you can prove that you can make this car clean, what about your other cars? Why aren't your other cars clean? If NXT is getting all the popularity over SummerSlam, over Royal Rumble... If they're selling out more seats for a takeover in the same arena that you're selling tickets for your pay-per-view the next day for the main roster, then why is it your main roster just as good as NXT? I don't want NXT to overshadow things anymore. So I need to, I need to knock it down to where I feel it's best and do things my way. Vince McMahon, my way, as opposed to Triple H competing with Someone that shouldn't really be competition. They should just be doing their own thing. Instead, we were focusing on trying to out indie wrestle mm-hmm. AEW, Ring of Honor. We poached most of Impact, so they weren't much of a competition. But in that level, in that vein, yeah. if you're not first at anything you do, it's unacceptable to him. Yeah. And so it didn't work. Yeah. Done. It's a shame. They got some kids. We'll talk about we'll talk about the finals of the breakout tournament. Yeah, but I'm curious how they're going to go with NXT now. With who who wants to stick around, who's not going to stick around, what they're going to push, what they're not. Two hundred five lives only got like two people on their roster. I don't even know if that show is still going to go. Yeah, they did. They, they let go people that were wrestle that were advertised to wrestle that night after the SmackDown tapings on two hundred five live. Wow. <laughs> God damn. Well, I mean, when you wrestle, you know, six days a week and, you know, firing comes in the middle of the work week. Well, <laughs> did you hear the rap that got Max Caster in trouble? Yeah. What'd you think? Thought the kid was dumb. Um, I can't say that I at any point got onto the Caster bandwagon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that some people were like, oh, hey, he's rapping to the ring. And I'm like, okay, cool. I mean, that gimmick's been done before. He's aight rapping. You know, it's not like he's fucking being super creative or setting the world on fire or doing something that, you know, other people haven't done. Um, and the beat itself, like the music on top, on top of it, like it was very Yo. basic. So I'm like, eh, whatever. Um, and I felt like in this tag team of uh, the acclaimed, he was kind of overshadowing his tag partner. And like, okay, well, does the tag partner rap? No, he doesn't. He's just there. He's a hype. Uh, he wasn't even hype. <laughs> he wasn't even hype. So like, okay, eh, I don't really like the the, the whole concept. It just it, it, it didn't work for me. The whole thing. Toss them both, you know, crumble both of them up, throw them in the fucking river. Really? Yeah. Wow. Like, I didn't care. Then when the infamous rap came, I was like, oh, mm, no, no. What? I was, I was what? like, here. What was the most was like, egregious? Yeah. There's three sections. What what section oh, was the God, most egregious? I don't even remember all three of them. So One was Simone Biles. One was comparing it to Simone Biles. 
The second one was treating them like Duke Lacrosse because of the Duke Lacrosse rape charges years ago. And they were in Charlotte, oh, okay. which was like an hour or two drive from Durham, Carolina, where oh, see, Duke I, is. I wouldn't have got that. And then the, I third, the, third, part, <laughs> the third part was, hey, what's that smell in North Carolina? Oh, wait, it's Julia Hart's va-. And then they pulled the microphone yeah, before yeah. she could say vagina, obviously. Yeah. And... and in front of their audience, that was getting over. And they try to be catering to AEW's audience. There were some smatterings of, we want Max last night. His partner wrestled there. Um, not, not, not to be mean. If we're every, it's, in every, it's almost every tag team. If we're picking the HBK, we're picking the Janetti. HBK was the one behind the mic rapping. He was Max was the one that got title shots. He was in the in that Vegas ladder match TLE for title shots. He was he was getting himself out there. And, yeah, okay. Again, I, honestly, I don't have to agree with it. I don't agree. Because honestly, I don't think that there was a Genetti or an HBK in either one. I I don't think hmm. so. I don't I, they were both techno team two thousand. <laughs> got you. Okay. They, 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 there wasn't enough time in the oven to say this one's the Janetti, this one's the 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 Sean. I don't know. I and and to be honest, I think I I'm not going to miss them. I would have not been in the audience saying we want Caster. Oh, I don't want Caster. I don't care about Caster. You don't, I don't care about either of them. Yeah. yeah, it's like I didn't care about either one of them. Then the rap happened, and now I care even less about Caster. Gotcha. Uh, the, the other one, I don't even remember the other one's name. Anthony Bowens. Okay, Bowens. Like, I learned it last night. <laughs> I don't even remember the fool's name. So I don't really give a shit about either one. If I never see either one of them again, cool. I'm definitely not chanting for them to come back. We want Bowens. We want Caster. We want Dick. No. No, I, I don't care. Don't care. Got you. Yeah. One more. Okay. Uh, Ardo says, no, no, it's not a- a- HBK. One's skip and one is zip. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least skip had Sonny. Um, what did you think of Keith Lee's explanation for his time away? I never saw it. Uh, I think I had Arnold, maybe, at work explain it to me. Yeah. Um, basically he caught COVID, he almost died, and, um, uh, um, fuck, her name, what's her name, Kim? Not not Kim, what the fuck is her name? It's right here, it's right, I can't, Mia Yim, Yim! yes, Kim, I'm racist, and that Mia Yim basically got him through it. You're one letter off. Ah, one letter off. Hi. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you basically got him through it. Cool. And then he was cleared. But then when he was cleared, he came back and just jobbed. And I'm like, that's the part that kind of sucks. Right? His hometown. His hometown. I'm like, first match back. I don't know if if that booking decision would have been what I would have done if he thought that he wasn't ready to debut and win in his hometown. But you thought he was ready to debut and lose. Don't just don't do it. Just have him sit on the shelf for a little bit longer if you think he's not ready. Right? Isn't that a story? Isn't that a story you want to tell, though? On the on, on top of that, like, like don't you want to build? He came back and he's not ready. Guy, and he's losing. No, 
instead of throw, I wouldn't have even thrown him out there against fucking Karrion Cross. I would have had four weeks videos about how this guy almost died from COVID. Just throw it out there. We're this is the time that we're living in. Yeah, people are getting sick. People are dying. Hey, here's an example of a big motherfucker that that fought COVID head on and and he's came out the other end. Yeah, isn't that something no, you want to? Is, isn't that a? Isn't that a? Not so much a hero, no. but isn't that a character you want to no. cheer for? No, no. This isn't Roman Reigns and leukemia. It's COVID, and WWE as much as they're 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 trying to like downplay, they don't want to bring attention to COVID because. They're putting on super spreader events. <laughs> they don't want to bring attention to the thing that could stop them from continuing to go on the road. Right? Mm-hmm. I get it that's in WWE's best interest to not bring attention to COVID, much less to one of their wrestlers that could have just ca- caught it on the road because they're uh, touring. You know, while, while for all rights and purposes, they probably shouldn't be touring. AEW probably shouldn't be touring. You know, with this Delta variant and things are, are infection rates are higher now than what they were this time last year. But everybody has fucking fooled themselves into thinking that everything is better. And now even vaccinated people are getting sick. Even if it's light, it shouldn't matter. Yeah. Like, I mean, the, the, the pandemic that we have right now is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Unfortunately, the numbers of the unvaccinated and the people that are getting Delta outweigh what they were last year when nobody was vaccinated. So, I mean, it's still like, okay, well, if you have the vaccine, let's go. But the numbers are still worse. The raw numbers are still worse than what they were last year. So, you know, yeah. yeah. So, so no, don't, don't bring attention to COVID. This isn't Roman with the leukemia. It's not something that's genetic. This is something that's communicable, right? Mm -hmm. And you bringing attention to it while you're out there possibly infecting other people by taking their money and putting on shows and draw criticism yeah why are you putting this guy that just got it and almost died in danger by putting him back in the ring oh fucking let me guess arnold no daniel super spreading like sunny (laughs) i mean if you can we gotta make that money somehow Mm. been a couple of weeks give me some match of the week candidates well can we revisit um uh jungle express versus uh the bucks did was i convinced or have you tried to convince or dissuade me that that was probably the best match of the night no um, if it wasn't that what is the best match of the night of the night of the night is it that match or is it the the main? I think it's MJF Jericho. You think it's MJF as much Jericho? as much of a dopamine rush I got watching Sting actually be Stinger. That the, was really the, cool. And, the, and yeah, and Darby soaking and, it all in. And Sammy versus uh, uh, Spears was really good too, especially when they both jumped up on yeah. the top rope and just like looked at each other like, "Oh, did we just both do that?" And then finger, yeah. and then nope, boom. That was yeah. a really cool little spot. That was uh, a good match. Not to rag on all of you listeners or watchers or people that like that watch the wrestling stuff on TV, but y'all, a lot of y'all might have been sleeping on 2.0. Everrise? Yeah. Their clips on YouTube, their clips on the internet of them being... Oh, they're, they're in a perfect place right now. See, I care about them way more than I care about the acclaimed. Yeah. And I don't care about them that much. Yeah. <laughs> but they, there's a lot of potential there with those two. Yeah. There's a lot of potential there. 
Um, I, I think the match of the night would be MJF Jericho. MJF Jericho? But there's a lot of shit. See, I want to say the Jungle Express versus But that was Bucks. just last night. We haven't been around for three weeks. So That's let me, true. Let me feed your brain okay, a little yes, bit. Okay, yes, please, please. The murder of Cody Rhodes. The Cody debut versus of, Alistair? Yeah, or, Malachi. Malachi. Cody versus Malachi. That was a great story being told. It was a story that Malachi told from the beginning, and he was... That's that's one that's a problem with pro wrestling right now where heels are missing that conviction. Heels are missing that weight that makes them a threat. So when Malachi says he's gonna do something and he damn near killed Cody and did what he said he was gonna do and didn't even give Cody the opportunity to retire because he knocked his ass out again. Yeah. That's that's establishing your heel right there. So oh. right now Malachi might be one of the most the one of the best the most protected heels they got right now because they're telling his story right. And I I want to disagree with you on that for being a match of the week or match of the three weeks or whatever. And the reason Just why... Candidate. Mm-hmm. The reason why is because I don't remember that fucking match. <laughs> what I remember is the long-winded ass retirement of oh, young ass fucking Cody Rhodes. Cody trying to stand up on a kid crutch. <laughs> Cody... This was not, I'm sorry, I love you, super kick. Yeah. This was not a long, drawn-out feud. This you was more like... You had that long of a career. <laughs> you're young, you're in your prime, you're retiring now because... One baby? Because Malachi Black gave you a black mask. Oh, purisito. You know how many kids Arnold would have if, he, if it was up to him? Oh my God, Cody's going to retire after one? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. No, 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 no. The, anything that happened in that match was overshadowed <laughs> by the ridiculousness of Cody's retirement speech. And I've been somebody that's been trying to defend Cody over the last year and a half. People have turned their backs on Cody and said that they don't like the shit that he's doing. I was okay with the, hey, we solved racism uh, fucking promo. Like, I was like, okay, I see where you're going. You may have laid it on a little thick, but I- I'm still here with you. That promo? I was like, all right, you lost me. You finally lost me when I was trying to support you in the face of all the other marks that have already, you've already lost. Now, I'm like, mm, I don't know. Let me try again. Uh, now, mm. <laughs> try again. Yeah. NXT television. Pete Dunne versus Ilya Dragunov. Did you watch that? No. Oh! If I did, I wasn't paying enough attention to it. The next week on Dynamite. How about uh, Chris Tatlander versus Nyla Rose? Hey. That was good. Statlander pulled out the W, but that was probably the best either one of them have looked up to this point in the ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, we mentioned it. Omega versus Christian on Rampage. What did you think about that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, the only, yeah. yeah. The, that, actually, that was really good. And I think the, the part that was really good about it was, uh, holy shit, the title change. I the only it. nit I have to pick on that match is continuity of of a character's history omega's gone two hours and 40 minutes in in fucking four matches against kazuchika okada he's he's eating finishers left and right he gives out nine v triggers and two fucking one-winged angels one finisher from christian and that's it it was a bit anticlimactic for me because i'm used to seeing kenny omega level nine you have to hit him with this much to beat him 
And then Rampage, we got Kenny Omega level six on the video game that you only needed to do this much to beat him. Mm-hmm. It wasn't again and again. If that would have ended the match, you could have drawn it out and maybe have him kick out of a, a prettier, and then later on bring in the chair, and that's what takes out Omega. And 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 that being the last match of the night, that would have probably been a whole lot better than the what the finish that I got, yeah. or at least the finish that 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 I saw. Uh, here's something out of left field. I saw a little bit of Triple Mania 29. Oh, this is what JoJo was talking about. My match of the night from that show. Spit it out. Diana Perrazzo against Fabi Apache. Ah, you swerved me. When you're watching Triple A CMLL in Mexico, that crowd is there to just do whatever the fuck they want to do. You hear air horns randomly. You hear people just screaming. Hell, if there's moments of silence, you can hear a goddamn conversation in Spanish. Mm-hmm. When Fabi Apache was out there, they were cheering in unison for Fabi Apache. Okay. You didn't have to go like this. You didn't have to do like this. I love Penta. He didn't have to go like this. The crowd wanted to cheer for her, and the crowd knew to boo the, See, the, I, the outsider. I've never heard of her name before this That past was week. my first match seeing her also. Yeah. So that was new to me too, but I was looking at everything going on, which asterisks on that. AEW didn't give me anything on the screen but AEW. Fucking Triple Mania were selling me motor oil. They were selling me a Mexican bank. They were selling me Fabuloso. Because every 30 seconds they had that hard camera shot like AEW where you see the two screens and the entrances in the background. And they were just flashing commercials up there. Like the brands. Like, yeah, I was like yeah. oh, god damn it, alright. I'll get my bandal or whatever that motor oil was. I'll get it. I got it. Let me see the women. Let me get a close-up of the of the action. Omega and fucking... Um, Omega and That's JoJo's pick. Yeah, he's wrong. <laughs> I'll tell you why. And this, this, goes, this goes back to Arnold's complaint. Yeah. They did a damn good job okay. of Christian and Omega feuding for the AEW tag titles. Okay. Or AEW world title. Not a fucking sniff. Nothing. And Omega carries the belt on Dynamite. Not one reference for all the love New Japan's getting in the forbidden door. But us Mexicans, no, they're not going to try to put over AAA. Not one, not one notice that, hey, by the way, this Saturday, August whatever, Omega and Edilolo for the AAA world title. Mega campeón. Bupkis. Nothing. If you weren't zip, the square root of Jack, if you're not a wrestling fan and didn't know that match was happening in Triplemania, you wouldn't have known it by television in the United States because nobody in America was advertising that match. Mm. We could spread all these other STDs, but we can't get fucking this one. They they couldn't do that. And it wasn't even their main event of the night. It wasn't? No. It was a mask versus mask match with Psycho Clown. I tried to watch it, but I fell asleep. But Fabio Pacho was good. Mm-hmm. And um, oh my fucking God, the triple threat tag match. Lucha Bros, um, Brian Cage, and um, Vikingo. Hijo de Vikingo. Holy fuck, that kid can go. Mm. He, I remember sitting down at fucking, in this fucking little place in Austin watching Sammy Guevara fall from like 25 feet. 
in this place that he had no business fitting in and doing a moonsault. And from that moment, I wanted to watch more of Sammy Guevara. Okay. That match, and I saw Vikingo, I was like, oh, fuck, this kid. Vikingo and, T- and Taurus were the team. And then it was Brian Cage and somebody else. Um, that match fucking blew my mind. But overall, I'm, from that night, I'm picking the I'm picking the women. JoJo says, "Okay, I see your point." <laughs> um, Do I need to go back and rewatch all that? It was great wrestling. It wasn't consequential because, well, I, some well, of it. I have an interesting question. Perazzo won, okay. so now she's yeah, collecting yeah. belts like Omega. Yeah, I have an interesting question though. This year, we've been saying that we're going to change up our match of the year structure. Triple A would fit in the indie section. So if it you wouldn't want, be his own? No. They can't fit with other fucking, you know, other, the, the Mexicans it have has, to share? It has to fit with the diet. We eat okay. so much of this right. that we don't need to break it up. You can't have but, more frijoles. Nah. The frijoles just goes with all the other sides, the green yeah. beans and the mashed potatoes. Yeah. Okay. Why? Is there something that needs to be put on there? Well, that's what I'm asking. If if we had to pick a match of the year from Triple A, remember, just because these slots okay. are open doesn't mean we got to fill them all. Okay, so I'm, just, I, that, I'm asking. <laughs> I'm asking. Um, is it is any one of those matches that good to say? You know I what? I don't think so. No. Okay. I don't think so. Now, do but I need you, to watch? But it? if you want to watch it, if you want to, if you had a choice between oh, three hours of Raw or hey, I could fast forward through an hour of some good AAA matches. Okay. I would make the effort to watch some AAA. Okay. It was good. Okay. Uh, last but not Frijoles least. Frijoles with hummus. <laughs> and sushi. <laughs> Dragunov and Roderick Strong that happened last uh, Tuesday. Okay, yeah. That was fucking good too. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Um, my pick? It might be MJF and Jericho. But mm. there's... I never thought I would say this. Their current front runner for match of the year, I think, is going to be hard to top. What was the front runner? What runner? is the front runner? It is, Their is current it? candidate is Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker, the hardcore match that made both the girls. Damn. That main event at Dynamite live. Mm, okay. That's our. That's the candidate right now mm-hmm. representing AEW, and I don't think MJF and Jericho's is better than that. Okay. Because it's if we're like if we, if we take into consideration the story of how we got here, some of those labors were awful. Yeah, yeah. And I was more invested with the with the girls. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now we're predicting the next week of wrestling. So there's a huge elephant in the room. We've talked about it for a while before the show went on the air. You told me I shouldn't talk about it, but fuck it, you know I never listen, so we're going to talk about it now. Is CM Punk showing up on fucking the Rampage or what? <laughs> we've, been, we've had this conversation back and forth since Punk left. Is Punk ever going to return to wrestling? And every time there's a smidge of a thought, Arnold creams his pants. And you break out the flag. And everybody stops drinking because no Punk, punk doesn't drink. And now, with everything that's happening, it's almost too obvious. But is it 100% that CM Punk is going to debut at another AEW show in Chicago that sold out in two days, the biggest crowd AEW's ever had, with three other AEW shows happening in Chicago within two weeks? 
Is he showing up tomorrow? I wish that there wasn't as much hype and as much clues and as much teasing and trolling as there has been the last week. The reason why is because I would have enjoyed being pleasantly surprised. But that's not the reality. I want I would have liked for us to not have a 5, 10, 15, 20 minute segment on this show where we're talking about whether he does or he don't show up at a very specific date and it just happened and instead of saying oh is it gonna happen tomorrow us show up two or three weeks later holy fuck i can't believe CM punk is back i would much rather have that conversation than the conversation we're about to have right now the conversation we're about to have right now is this if cm punk does not show up that's what i want <laughs> if CM Punk does not show up, one, I'm not fucking surprised. Two, that is the biggest blunder and disappointment that AEW has had to date, including sparklers for blood and guts, including Jericho falling on pillows off of the, the fucking steel cage. Include or yeah, blood and guts, including deathmatch, including everything. This will be the worst thing to happen for AEW to so heavily tease it. Have fucking uh, 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 skater boy say Darby. best in the Darby, best in the world. Then have the little tweets. Then have Punk doing his little tweets. Omega then, coming out with the Cookie Monster shirt. Last night he came out with a chick magnet ESPN shirt. ESPN fucking reporting. Oh, this is happening. Fucking football announcers. CM Punk during MMA commentary for some Bush yes. League. Dropping all yes. the heat hints. At this point, that much fucking tease and this and that or whatever. If he doesn't show up, this is disastrous. Okay. Disastrous. <laughs> So I'm for once I'm gonna give you what you want, Robert. What's up, brother? I got a question for Robert too. Okay, but I'm gonna give you what you want because we're not gonna spend the next five or ten minutes talking about CM Punk. Because I'm gonna dispute a claim you just made. Okay, this will not be the biggest blunder that AEW has done. They already, I think they already did it. What's the biggest one? We've had this conversation. Okay, from the aspect of a woman's wrestler. Okay. But now we need to turn to the aspect of the male wrestler. Okay. If you're Adam Page okay. and the story's being laid out six months, nine months, 12 months in advance, that this September in All Out, you are going to culminate your storyline with Kenny Omega and finally become world champion. Would you or would you not have enough common sense to say, hey, you know what? Let me start wearing some fucking condoms. Or you know what? Let me get my wife on some fucking pills. The fact that oh, that Hangman is missing all out because his first son's being his first child's being born. Oh, is that what's happening? I didn't because know. Because his first son's being born. Okay. Fast forwarding this entire storyline that for at least six months, possibly longer than that, have been building to, oh, we're getting fucking Kenny Omega and Hangman Page main eventing all out. 
And even knowing that the wife is pregnant, three months ago, you couldn't pull the plug? You couldn't, you couldn't have given three months to at least get that out of our heads and do something else? Six months ago, you couldn't, you couldn't have redirected Paige's story completely with the Dark Order and do something else and stay completely away from the title picture so that we can have like a cool segment of the Dark Order throwing him a fucking baby shower backstage. Congratulations, this is a happy moment. When you come back, you're going to do it for the family. Not just for you. But no, you're going to stream the whole thing. You know, the moment that I was validated in my opinion was when the episode of Dynamite where Christian was announced that he was going to face Omega at All Out for the, for the AW title. The lack of reaction from the live audience because everyone's been led to believe that the most over guy on your AW roster and the time to strike when the iron is going to be its hottest and you pull the rug right from under the fans. I disagree. I don't. That, hey, I, I, I don't think. Let that me that's, finish my rebuttal. Okay, okay. Ask Samoa Joe what it's like to win the Impact title when the Iron was cool. Ask Dean Ambrose what it was like to win the WWE title when his Iron was cool. This in the okay. long in the long run. This is going to do more damage than, oh, the one guy that's never wrestled and that might come back is not going to show up on the one night that everyone and their fucking mother expects them to show up. No, no this, the this, bigger damage yeah. is going to be Hangman. No, I, I totally 100% disagree on this one. Uh, and, and the re- Okay, the reason why is because we've been talking about what would have been their biggest blunder in the past if you compare it to what happens tomorrow if if it doesn't have show up right yeah. so so i don't think delaying hangman versus omega to maybe a different pay-per-view another three four months well i know I, I don't think will so. it matter because after he, the belt collector has no belts to collect other than the AEW? if it's his last one that might be a good enough story because he still has the 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 AAA one, right? For now. He could win and lose the NWA one between now and then. He could win and lose the ROH one between now and then. But if his last fucking gold that he has is the AEW one, his homegrown one, and it's not here at all out, wait to double or nothing or wait to whatever the next one is, right? That's fine. This isn't a blunder. It's maybe a little bit of a missed opportunity. Yeah, the iron will still be cooled, but there's still time to keep that iron in the fire or rewarm it back up or whatever. I don't think it's going to be completely out of the fire, dunked in the water, and that's it. There's time. So I don't think that's the biggest blunder AEW has done. The biggest blunder AEW has done has been the death match with sparklers. <laughs> it really has. It really has, right? Because you could fix booking and scheduling and this and that especially when it comes around what arnold said in the live chat which is wrestling is wrestling but humans are real right yeah humans are going to have their human stuff i get that i agree with arnold on that um but 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 the this is going to have more far-reaching effects than even the embarrassment of the death match with sparklers because people were making fun of the death match with sparklers People were pointing at it showing, wow, how disappointing was this? This is something that happened. Not something that didn't happen that you could book later on down the line. This is something that you booked and it was terrible. 
the way that this punk stuff is going, it has way more fervor in it than this death match or that Blood and Guts had. There are so many people so excited about this that if it doesn't happen, it's not like, oh, push it back to another another pay-per-view where you can push back Omega and Hangman. This is, if this doesn't happen tonight, if this doesn't happen tomorrow, this is going to be more disappointing. There's going to be more people talking shit, more people looking down at it, more people saying, ah, CAEW sucks. And it's going to be a bigger black eye than Blood and Guts than the Deathmatch. Here's the difference. Okay. The Hangman stuff, the Hangman Page stuff is being controlled internally. Hangman could still be there by webcam or do something and watch the child being born, but still be able to main event all out. Their road schedule, they work seven days out of a month. Does he really need the time off? Uh, uh, but maybe, I, I, but I say that, maybe. but I, but I say that for, for this. That is a situation that could have been prevented internally with booking. This situation with CM Punk, it's not in the booking's hands; it's in our hands mm-hmm. because wrestling fans can be fickle as. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, if CM Punk doesn't show up and win the fucking title. Oh, if CM Punk doesn't do this. Oh, if he doesn't say that. Or if he doesn't come out to cult of personality. Or if he's wearing MMA gear. Or if he doesn't speak. Or if he comes out just as they turn off the show. Or whatever. We have... It's our... It's going to be the fans' fault for building this mythos of what they expect to see on television themselves not that the company told them to for the last six months oh day w we're gonna give you omega versus hangman because this is a story we've been telling you for six months if that's a mistake that we did that's our fault as AEW. if you're crying because you didn't get as much cm punk as you wanted on the one day that's not aw's fault motherfucker that's your fucking fault I would normally agree with you because you've had this type of take take before where it's wrestling fans basically created their own narrative within yes. the community. You've had this take before and I've agreed with it before, but What's not the difference? this time. So if they so- And here's here's why. Here's the difference. The difference is Darby Allen looked at the camera, said in Chicago, blah blah blah, I'm gonna fuck the best in the world. Yeah, Shane McMahon. Well, if it's not Shane McMahon, I'm really disappointed that he doesn't show up. But then, then it's MJF, it's CM Punk himself, it's all these other players. Yeah, it may not be Tony Khan or Tony Schiavone saying, hey, CM Punk showing up next week. But there was enough in there where they could have controlled the narrative. If somebody in WWE says, hey, don't tweet that. Then it gets deleted. Or before it even gets to the Twitter machine, it doesn't even get tweeted in the first place. All this shit, none of this shit's been deleted. Fans All that shit's there. If you they're not to- controlling it. If it's because they're not controlling it, they're allowing it to be out there and they're allowing it to marinate. AEW and Tony Khan is allowing this narrative to go out there knowing what the fuck we're thinking. And that's how he's selling his tickets to Chicago. To Chicago were already sold, brother. Well, uh, all of them. Well, okay. So here's if you, so you don't here's want to talk about the tickets, you're talking about the eyeballs that are going to yeah. tune in tomorrow on the telly. So here's and here's my rebuttal to that. You want a surprise? Punk should have came out last night, <laughs> so that everyone knows, guaranteed. I'm tuning in at nine o'clock 
on Friday night because Punk uh, is Punk exists in that universe. He's already there. I was not expecting the surprise, but fans are gonna be so disappointed if even a smidge of whatever their idea is didn't work. If Punk does, if Punk shows up as a promo package at the end of the show, fans are gonna shit on it. If Punk shows up and doesn't speak, fans are gonna shit on it. If CM Punk comes out to a different song, fans are going to shit on it. And that's not AEW's fault. That's the fans' fault because they expect too fucking much. No. If this was Malachi Black, Aleister Black, if this was Miro, if this was fucking Adam Cole, if this was anybody else other than CM Punk, if that debut is bungled and they did it wrong because they didn't let him talk or it was just a video package or it was this and that whatever people are gonna be like oh that's stupid they debuted him the wrong way this and that but this is cm punk we have been waiting 10 years for this if all we see no no, no let me finish if all we see is on the fucking titan sean his little fucking pepsi tattoo and that's it there's going to be plenty of marks that are going to cream their pants and be like, Oh my God, it is true. He is we'll hold AEW. You to that. We'll hold you to that. We'll see the reaction All and right. we'll come back and talk about it. Yes. <laughs> but that leads again. You validated my point. You said fans have been waiting. Yes. That's the problem. Didn't we have this conversation? I've, Years ago. Yes. I've made my peace. I've made my if peace Punk too. never wrestles again. I've so if he too. doesn't show up on Friday, yes. it's cool. But I'm cool. But and I'm gonna love watching the world but, burn. But 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 nalgas, nalitas. At the very end of that conversation that we had two, three years ago, however long it was, when we made our peace and said, you know what, CM Punk's never going to come back. The little side thing that we said, yeah, but if he does show up, we're going to lose our <laughs> shit. And the possibility of him showing up is making people lose their shit. This is why I don't want to have this conversation because I don't want to be that guy where it's like, oh, I'm going to really get hyped up. I'm really going to get hyped up. I'm really going to get hyped up and disappointed because two, three years ago, I made my peace. I made my yeah. peace with myself. I made my peace with you saying we're never going to see him again. Now Let's you're not speak of him. Now again. you're making me, <laughs> you're forcing me to have this conversation, to feel these feelings that I said two, three years ago, I don't want to feel. And now you're making me do it. Why? Because you're putting it in our face so much that's why i don't want it to happen okay because so even if he does show up you're not gonna be happy because, no yeah. if he shows up he yeah. kicks uh, you know yeah. fucking kenny omega's ass impromptu yeah. match he wins the fucking world title off of kenny omega you'll be upset yeah and he does pipe bomb 2.0 yeah okay you know why <laughs> because we've been we've been watching wrestling for so long man yes okay it's it's so easy to just come in and bask in the return. Punk's been Punk's had so many opportunities, so many offers. If he's the kind of person that I that he projects himself to be, he wants a challenge. It's easy to come and get cheered. I want these motherfuckers to boo me. <laughs> I'm not CM Punk. I'm not coming in here as CM Punk. I'm coming in as Philip Brooks, MMA attire. <laughs> I come on my time. And you know why I didn't show up in that one show that everyone bought a ticket for in 48 hours? Because I loathe you. There's a reason why I didn't come back 
for seven years. And it isn't because I got fired on my wedding day. It's because people like you that ruined the business for people like me. Darby versus Punk. Face versus face. Who's gonna get the who's gonna get the loudest face reaction? I don't know, man. Punk. Okay. But do you want that? Do you want your homegrown guy that's been putting in the work to get out cheered by the guy that just showed up after sitting on his ass for seven years from pro wrestling? No. You want Punk to get fucking booed. You want Darby Allen to be cheered to the moon. So this is how you make Punk heal. By letting down every single mark that had the expectation that he was going to come out in the opening of the show to cult a personality and give us a 30-minute pipe bomb sucking all our dicks because he's back in our program, in our favorite federation. No, I want him to heal on us. I want him to piss on the crowd and pull out his dick like Pillman did on ECW. I want him to fucking go nuts. I want to piss everybody off, me included. Punk can literally kill somebody in the ring and not get booed. That's what Arnold says in the live chat, I shared, and I agree. I shared a picture on Twitter. What? WWE can bring back Jesus Christ, and he won't be as over as Punk tomorrow. Yes, and and everything that you just said would be brilliant. But I'll still be happy that he's <laughs> back. Yeah. Because why? I a- can't... I can I miss him, miss him. but I, I can also I appreciate a good heel and boo yes. a good heel yes. when they're being good at being a heel. <clears throat> Roman. Roman! You took the words out of my mouth, you bastard. Because Roman, I'm finally happy with Roman. Why? Because I can hate him and not feel bad about hating him. And if CM Punk comes and does all this, I'm going to hate him and I'm going to love the fact that I can hate him. I'm going to love it. So yes, if he's back and he does what you just said and he successfully gets himself over as a heel doing the shit that you just said, I'm happy. I'm happy. John Moxie is Daniel Garcia. Who? (laughs) What the fuck are we talking about? Give me a number. This is happening on Rampage tomorrow. On Rampage? Yes. The CM Punk show? Yes. The first Negative dance. three. I'm going into Travis territory. Who's winning? Uh, who? <laughs> Private party gives Jurassic Express. Okay, I'll give that a four. Who's winning? Uh, Jurassic Express. Okay. Yeah. Eliminator tourney. If they win two matches, they get to meet the Young Bucks in a steel cage at All Out. Okay, who? So it's either going to be Jurassic Express, Private Party, Lucha Bros, or uh, some other heel team. I, I fucking forget. Hey, I, I don't care. Kiara Hogan uh-huh. against Jade Cargill. Oh. Five. All that five is for Kiara. Kiara. Kiara Hogan. Six? Mostly for Kiara? Yeah. But I'm, I'm loving me some Jade Cargill. Her presentation so far with the backstage promos have been what they supposed to be. Yeah, I get it. Okay. Yeah. I and of course like I got Cargill winning. Yeah, Cargill's going to win. SummerSlam. Saturday. Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Wait, is that it for, for, for Rampage? That's all we got on Rampage? One hour. Okay. Three matches. Three matches. That's CM Punk. That's plenty of time for Punk to do something. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> SummerSlam. Color me impressed with Daniel. Robert, Robert said, dude had a really good match last night. Color me impressed with Daniel. Who? Who is this kid? 
so who so, are we talking about? So Everrise 2.0. Oh, okay, They've that's been right. coming out with this kid, Daniel Garcia. Oh, the third one. Yeah, the third guy. The 2.1. Yeah. Okay. He, he, him and Darby had some great chemistry. I'm hoping I could see that on a fucking Dynamite episode soon, mm-hmm. if not a pay-per-view, because the stuff that they were doing together were fucking good. Yeah. Um... It's almost gotten to a couple more outings from him, and I might watch some New Japan because he's part of that NJPW Strong gotcha. American group. Show. Yeah. Mass required for entry. How long do you think that's going to last? Do you think that's going to be effective at all? Match required for entry? Masks. It'll oh, be just the, in Vegas. Mask. The oh, audience to, 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 in oh, okay. Vegas yeah, is yeah, yeah, mass yeah, yeah. required for entry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean,. It'll last as long as it takes security to stop paying attention. So not long. Not that long. They'll probably check people at the door. After they come in the door, they go to their concession stand. They sit down. They start eating their nachos. They don't put their mask back on. No, it's not just that. Security will be like, hey, you're supposed to either be eating or drinking. And they'll just have their beer like this. They'll show that they have a beer in their hand. And that's enough for them not to fucking... Yeah. Not to fucking enforce it. Yeah, it's not gonna last. Yeah, long. where is this again? Vegas, Vegas, Allegiant, Allegiant, uh, nah. home of the home of the Raiders. Nah. Nah. It's not, it, no, no, it's not. It's not going to stick. If it's in Vegas, no, they could pull that shit off in Okinawa, because <laughs> the Japanese yeah. people have respect. Hi. People in Vegas are on vacation and are drunk, and they're Americans and they're annoying, and they're there for boxing. Why are they putting a fucking wrestling show the night of boxing? Yeah, no, yeah, nah, I ain't gonna last. Drew McIntyre against Jinder Mahal. I want to say that this would be at like an eight or a nine, but unfortunately, I'm at a five. Is that uh, is that maybe pure nostalgia? Three MB. A little bit of it is that I want it to be a little bit of that, but I also want the story to matter a little bit more and for the story to be a little bit more elevated. When they brought out that bike. That obviously was there because it was going to get destroyed. And then later, after it got destroyed, we saw, hey, new from Mattel, Drew McIntyre with a bike. And I was like, wait a second, that bike was supposed to be Jinder's, not Drew's. Drew beat it up. So you you even did the fucking toy tie-in wrong. <laughs> so if you're going to fuck up the toy tie-in, why even have the toy tie-in? And it's just a toy tie-in. Ugh. This... Feud could be so much more than Angela and the bike. Well, the ambulance toy was pretty cool. I mean, Uh, yeah, but still, it could be so much more. There could be so much more history there. And they could be playing up even more of former WWE champion. Yeah, we all know that Jinder's reign was eh, but... It happened. It happened. He is former WWE champion. We liked it. Yes. Yeah. So instead of showing Jinder as a bumbling idiot hiding behind Veer and Shanky, who are two greenhorns... Yeah, they're big Not and to tall. mention they fired the other guy that was supposed to be a tag team. There's a tag team in Dashir from NXT. Oh, I didn't they, know that. One of those guys is is shankier the other guy, and then the, the partner they cut him. Oh, okay. So I just well, I mean, but they're still greenhorns, yeah. right? And Ginger's hiding behind the greenhorns. Like, yeah, they're big, but like Ginger should be more of a. a Randy Orton with Cody and Ted DiBiase legacy. Yeah, where Randy's leading them, not hiding behind them. Not right? just leading them, growing them. Yes, yes. That's what's missing right now. That's there's a lot of factions. There's a lot of t- there's a lot of people leading. There's not enough people growing. Yeah, they lost me from what I heard because I haven't been watching a lot of Raw. That there was a match 
uh, where if Drew won, the cronies would be there for Jinder ringside. And if Drew of uh, Drew won, he could walk to the he could show up ringside with his fucking sword. That lost me. I'm at a fucking two. I, I, I'm this, at a two, and I don't. I the sword. Gender. The sword is a nice prop to have in the entryway and to have on your fucking AR. But to like start involving a sword into storyline like it's Triple H's sledgehammer. Yeah. No. Like even with the sledgehammer, that was a little much. Every time Triple H hit someone with a sledgehammer, he had his hand around the ball of the hammer and he was hitting somebody like that. But that always took away a bit from the illusion because you think, oh, he's going to hit him with a sledgehammer. It's Punk. And then people and started he, kicking out. Yeah, and he's not doing that. He's hitting them like this where he's holding it. How do you protect hit somebody with a sword? You can't okay. protect hit somebody with a sword. So he's never going to hit anybody with a sword. It's the same problem that you have with intergender matches in WWE. The intergender matches suck because, you know, the dude is never going to get not one finger on the girl. He's never going to hit her. He's never going to body slam her. He's never going to suplex her. So anytime that there's an intergender match or a mixed tag match, it's like, well, you know, the guy's going to get his ass whooped and get a roll up. And that's it. So, yeah, if you have a sword as your weapon, (laughs) nobody's ever going to get their limbs chopped off. So what's the point of having a sword? I'm at a two. I got gender winning. Okay, cool. Older Edge versus Younger Edge. (laughs) Give me a number. Uh, four. Four sounds right. I will always be under the impression that Edge flip-flopped from heel and face between his return at the Royal Rumble, his triple threat at WrestleMania, and now this match with Seth Rollins. And Seth Rollins' ideals make no sense. Yeah. If he can't be the champion, then Edge can't be the champion, but... Edge isn't the champ. Roman's the one with the fucking belt. Go get Roman. Yeah, it, does, it doesn't Four. make sense. Four. I have Rollins winning. Yeah, on paper it sounds like a really good match, but the, the build just doesn't make sense. This is another situation like Chris Jericho where Edge is there to put over some young people now. Arnold said Edge was never a heel. His rage was justified. And he's at an eight. Of course. What do you mean of course? Of course what? It's Edge and Seth Rollins. He's got like their dick in each hand. One and the other. No, it's I Arnold. Think he, Arnold, no, he just Arnold has slips Seth, up. He just has Seth's dick in his hand. He doesn't have <laughs> Edge's dick in his hand. I'll take your word for it. Okay. I got Rollins winning. Edge, okay. Edge is there to start putting over younger talent now at this okay. point. Yeah, Rollins will win. Again, Usos and the Mysterio SmackDown tag title. I'm at a zero. Uh, two. Usos. I mean, uh, yeah, Usos. I mean, I think the only reason why I, there's even two on there is because uh, I'm still... Wanting to see development from uh, uh, Dominic, Dominic yeah. you know. Uh, but seeing this match again, I I, yeah. I don't care. Sheamus versus Damian Priest for the U.S. title. Seven. So Seven. far, I'm agreeing with you this one, too. Oh, Seven. yeah? Oh, yeah? I, I, and I think it's because... Um, Damien might finally get a little bit of reward for doing a good job with all the promotional stuff with um with uh Bad, Bad Bunny. Bunny. Bad Bunny and what was the other one? Like he was doing was it Sonic commercials? Yeah or something? 
you know, he's been the promo guy for a while, and I think they're like, okay, you've done a good job. Here's have, this. Have a title reign. Yeah. Have a win, you know. Seven and Priest goes over. That's their styles says. are gonna their styles are gonna go well together. In the Whoa! Sense, in the sense Wait, that hold on, timeout. Arnold has a hot take about the the Usos and Mysterio match. Dominic electric chairs his dad. What? Dominic stabs Ray in the back. That would instantly get me to put down my phone and go. Wait, what the fuck yeah. happened? And watch the TV. If that happens. Yes. Okay, Ray cool. is the baby face against his own son. The, That'll get my attention. The greenhorn with the chip on yeah. his shoulder that thinks he could beat up his dad and he can't. Yeah. Oh. oh okay. Because I'm bigger than you. <laughs> and you know it. Oh. <laughs> Eddie really is my dad. Oh. My heart's a flutter. Eddie was more of a dad to me than you ever were. <laughs> If it weren't for you, I'd be an AW with mom. Oh! <laughs> if it weren't for you, Buddy Murphy would be with my sister still. And he'd have a job. Dang Seven, Seamus and Priest. This okay. is going to be stiff. Okay. And I've got Priest going over. I got Priest going over. I want Priest to go over. Seamus needs some time to heal his face, too. You know, he, there's only so much you can do. I thought that was like the Vader style now where he could take that off when he wrestles, and that's just part of like kind of like a scare tactic. Oh, yeah. I, he looks boss with it on. I mean, he does, but I mean, at some point, the human element has to come into it. Like, he, he should take a couple of <laughs> weeks off. Triple threat. Nikki A.S.H., Charlotte Flair, Rhea Ripley. Raw Women's Championship. Save me. I'm at an eight. What? I'm at an eight. Defend yourself. Okay. Look at them. Uh, <laughs> don't while look I at read, you. While you I know, read this chat. You don't want me to look at you? Uh, I'm at an eight. Um, I love Rhea. I've always loved Rhea. Uh, Charlotte, I've had an uh, on again, off again. Fuck, Arnold's at a one. He's at a one. Okay. <laughs> I've had for which one? For this match. Yeah, um, which of the girls? The one point is for Oh, who's the one? Yeah. yeah. Uh... Charlotte, I've been digging lately. I know that there may be a little bit of f- uh, Charlotte fatigue. And that's for Nikki's outer thong. <laughs> you must be confusing her with Asuka. I, uh, I know that there's a lot of people that have Charlotte fatigue. But I think Charlotte, over the last couple of months, has reinvented herself enough to where if you don't have the keen eye to look at the subtleness of what, how she's being reinventing then you're going to miss it. Which I don't blame you if you miss it, and I don't blame you if you still have Charlotte fatigue, but I have enough there to where there's hope for me to be like, there's something else there where mm-hmm. she's she's metamorphosizing somehow. And then with Nikki, I want to say that I absolutely hate it, the, the almost a superhero gimmick, but she's so goddamn adorable. I can't hate her because she's too adorable. Um, and if I, for the longest time, loved Hurricane Helms and Mighty Molly and Mighty Molly and superhero in training and EY and EY, I don't think I can in good conscience hate it, hate it either, especially with this one key difference. The key difference is that Mighty Molly, uh, Super Eric, fucking Hurricane Helms. They all thought they were fucking superheroes. 
Nikki is making it a point of saying that I put on this costume to give myself the confidence so that I could realize in my own head that I can also be almost, almost a superhero. superhero. They're not fucking psychos like Hurricane Helms who think they actually are superheroes. Man, what you talking about? You know, so it's like, all right, I get it. It is your own costume. You're doing it for yourself and it makes you feel good. I can't get mad at that for saying, oh, the absurdity. No, I was cheering for the fiend. That's absurdity. So it's like, all right, cool. She's she's honest about it. Kayfabe wise is she's honest about what it is and what she's doing to herself and, and putting on the costume and she's being adorable and encouraging about it. And that's that's what I like. So I like all three. I'm not at a 10. I'm at an eight. I'm at a seven mostly because of Charlotte fatigue. Mm-hmm. But to extend your opinion, I like the story that's being told through the eyes of Nikki. If you focus it too much on Charlotte, you're going to get the one that Arnold's asking for in the chat. If you're focusing too much on the Rhea Ripley, on how why she isn't the dominant woman, why isn't she wearing the title, mm-hmm. why isn't she mopping the floor with, these midget, with this little midget like Nikki, then you're going to be disappointed. But if you're the main, the main character in this storyline is Nikki. So if you see okay. it through Nikki's eyes, the story's being told wonderfully. So I'm at about a seven. Okay. Who do you got winning? Nikki? This is the story where Nikki overcomes. It's Nikki. Nikki's it's winning. Nikki. Nikki's, Nikki's winning. winning. Yeah. Uh, I, Robert Medlin says, I'd rather see crazy Nikki come back and join Alexa. Okay. You know what? If that happens, maybe not tomorrow or this weekend. Maybe a little bit further down the line. I can see that. That could work. I don't think I want to see it right right now because it's too drastic of a character change too fast. You went from like hype Nikki Cross to almost a superhero Nikki and then go to Alexa's Playhouse, just bam, bam, bam. I think that'd be too quick. Yeah. Yeah. I like the idea. It's just the timing's not right. So over the weekend, there, were, uh, there, were, there was a title match pulled at both house shows and it was this one. Do you think we're going to get Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair at SummerSlam? So, house shows are kind of weird, especially right now in COVID. They were, um, the match was adver- – it was, it was announced during the house shows that, the, that they were not competing tonight for unforeseen circumstances. Right. That's the explanation that they gave to yes. the audience for both shows and those super shows. And – Live events are a little weird, especially during COVID. I don't know what those unforeseen circumstances are. I mean, you could jump to the conclusion, oh, one of them has COVID or something or whatever. But, you know, you can't always jump to the, to the top shelf conclusion. Yeah. Oh, something, the, the worst has possibly happened, right? You can't jump to that. At this point, I'm not going to jump to the conclusion. I'm just going to say, well, this. You can blame Benoit this, for that. This, true. Uh, this match is still advertised. There hasn't been any scuttlebutt about them getting pulled from the main fucking pay-per-view of the summer. Pulling something from a live event? Okay, that can happen. Pulling something from SummerSlam? So you're so you're more inclined to wait to see if, if they if they show up on SmackDown tomorrow. 
if they yeah. don't show up on SmackDown tomorrow, there's there's something fishy. No, if they say on SmackDown tomorrow, hey, this match is happening at SummerSlam, even if I don't see him on SmackDown, I'm like, okay, it's happening at SummerSlam. Okay. All right. So whether or not they're there, what I'm waiting to see is are they advertising it? If they don't advertise it, if they don't say anything about that match at all on SmackDown, then I'm going to be like, oh, maybe this match isn't happening. But if they show, hey, the biggest party of the summer, so-and-so versus so-and-so, so-and-so versus so-and-so, Sasha versus Bianca, the main event, this and that. Cool. I can say, all right, well, whatever's going on is going on and they're going to wrestle. That being said, my anticipation level, if this match happens, eight um, I love Sasha. I love Bianca. I love their feud. Um, I want to see what they can do again in the ring, and it's gonna be a fun match. Sasha, I got, I got uh, Bianca retaining. Do you think this will live up to our match of the year candidate from WWE? Their first match at WrestleMania, main eventing for the women's title, or is that too much to ask? We, we talked about uh, expect fans' expectations for CM Punk. Is it too much to expect it, them to duplicate what they did at WrestleMania? expect, no. To anticipate, yes. I would like for that to happen. Where, is this two? Yeah. Sasha Bianca two? Yeah, Sasha Bianca two to be better than Sasha Bianca one. I would Re- like for that to happen. I can't expect it to happen. Yeah. Right? So, uh, I'm at an eight. If the match winds up coming out a 10, cool. My, it, it, the, the reality su- surpassed my expectation mm-hmm. and my anticipation. So, yeah. Arnold says he's at a 9. Sasha finally wins the big one. Ooh. I'm at a 9 also. A 9. Okay. Um, if it happens. Um, it's, it's not going to be the same circumstance because... I don't want to say that it was a once in a lifetime moment, mm-hmm. but the the moment they had is v- extremely rare. Main eventing a WrestleMania for the women's title. Yeah. That's going to be a that's going to be a hard rush to top. Yeah. So, this is all this almost reminds me of what could be Sasha Bailey. We're, we're gonna keep having this argument to our to our graves. Takeover was better. No respect. Brooklyn was better. Nah, respect was better. Nah, Brooklyn was better. We could have two different matches. Brooklyn was that better. are the respect was better. Izzy cried. Um, Fuck Izzy. Not till she's eighteen. Oh my so, god. So um, we could have two different matches, but for two different reasons, they're just as good or comparable to each other. Like. <laughs> And this is a totally different scale, but Omega Okada. Yep. One, two, and three. They were all fucking superb for And then reasons. came four. Yeah. <laughs> they were all superb for different reasons. Yes, yeah, exactly. Four was the one that topped them all because it kind of mixed in all three of the first ones. Yeah. yeah. And Omega finally beat them. Yeah. So. Arnold says Brooklyn was better. <laughs> um, I've got Sasha winning. Oh, okay. And give me something. Something like, to set up three? I don't want to say hardcore, but something to really make number three stand out. Okay. Um, we have some theme pay-per-views coming up. Maybe throw them in the side of Hell in a Cell. And have the main event Hell in a Cell. Submission match. Or TLC? No, submission match. 
Bianca right. doesn't have a submission. Exactly. Oh, snap. <laughs> so but Bianca passes out. You know what she has? Hair. She has the hair. Figure out a way to just wrap it around and yeet. <laughs> you know? She can do something with the hair. I got Sasha submission. winning. I'm at a nine. Okay. Cool. I, I, uh, Robert says I'd predict Sasha winning, uh, but I think Mandalorian season three is about to start filming. Mm. Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley. Goldberg. Goldberg. World title. Six. And I think that's a generous six. Four. I, oh, okay. They involved the kid. Ugh. Mm, the kid that looked like he didn't really belong there. Yeah. He looked like he was scared. He looked like he didn't know what to do. He looked like, why am I getting involved? When it was supposed to be... I don't want to talk about this at school. I don't like wrestling. Just give me money. Now, I'm here with my football friends, Dad. Yeah. You know? but And, like, what was the point of involving him in the storyline? Like, I understand involving Dominic, right? Even at that early of a young age, right? When he was being, you know, fought over by Eddie and Ray. This didn't have any bearing on the actual storyline. It was more like, hey, I'm Goldberg. I'm a dad. Look at my kid. That had nothing to do with him versus Bobby. Yeah. Right? Him versus Bobby, just that was enough. Him and Bobby, title. Bobby has been dominant. And um, Goldberg answered the open challenge. Yeah, exactly. That's all the story you needed. Right? Mm -hmm. But, like, why is Goldberg shoehorning his kid in there? I don't know. Uh, But I am at a generous six. And the reason why I'm at a generous six is mostly because of. Lashley. Lashley. Um, if Lashley were to actually beat Goldberg, I think that'd be pretty cool. And it helps solidify his reign and solidify the legitimacy of him being a Champ. badass who's not in Roman's shadow. Yeah, that's a good point. I see him just because Roman's doing such a good job as his heel character now. Doesn't I don't see Lashley as a second to Roman, I see them two as, as two separate, completely different things. Or at least they should be. Yeah. I think Roman is here, and Lashley's like right here, and I, we need to balance it just a little bit. It needs to get balanced. Mm-hmm. And a win over Goldberg when Goldberg's beat everybody else. Anytime Goldberg comes back, boop, he's got the title. You know, God damn, what the theme of the night. Robert Medlin, I want Goldberg's kid to turn on him and join the new herd business. <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing they're not playing the race card anymore. They had Corbin for a minute. Yeah. Goldberg wins, Big E cashes in. Unless Cor- Corbin still has the briefcase? No, Big E has the briefcase. Why would Corbin have, brief- have I don't, briefcase? I don't know what's going on with that Corbin stuff. I've, I've missed the last couple episodes of SmackDown. Did Big E lose the briefcase to Corbin? Corbin stole it. Because Corbin stole the briefcase? I think Corbin stole the briefcase because Corbin tried stealing uh, Finn's title shot and Cena wound up taking it. Uh-huh. Remember the, the segment? Yeah, with, yeah, yeah, with yeah, yeah. Awesome segment. Oh, man. Detour. Okay. Another thing I like about Roman's heel character. Roman sat at the head of the table and he's like, Finn, I can't, underst- I can't understand not so much that Cena is dodging me, but how he's disrespecting you. He yeah. doesn't think you're a threat. I'm sitting here right now and telling you, you're a big fucking deal. You deserve this chance to fight with the head of the table. You deserve a piece of this title. 
it blew my fucking mind because I'm WWE television is not used to a heel re- game recognizing game from the heel side. Yeah, you know, I, I was gonna shit on it because as soon as Roman sat at the head of the table, Finn was like, "All right, I guess I'm gonna sit down with him and and prove his point that he's the head of the table that I'm sitting there." He yeah, yeah. just he could have just walked up, signed the contract, and said, "Fuck, fuck your table, fuck your couch, fuck all this shit. I'm I'm done." Yeah. So I was about to lose my shit. So when Romans turned that around and used the contract signing, not just to put Cena down, but to kind of, in like a backhanded way, lift Finn yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gold. And I mean, he kind of had a point where Cena was kind of disrespecting Finn. Yeah. Like, and ultimately stole Finn's shot. He ultimately had a point. Ultimately stole Finn's shot. I want to see Cena versus Finn now. I mean, you got to, you know, acknowledge your tribal chief. <laughs> Okay, detour's over. I'm at a four. It's mostly Lashley, but it's almost like Goldberg's bringing it down, bringing Lashley down a bit. Mm-hmm. Because, and I, this, I'm trying not to sound biased here, but I'm trying to think what um, Goldberg's last couple of matches, has he done anything to better the wrestler that he wrestled against? No. Did no. He, did he Gold, be- Goldberg has always been just a ratings grab for WWE. Did he better Ziggler? No. Did he better Strowman? No. If anything, did he, he hurt- better Undertaker? No. No. You think he's gonna better Lashley? No. I think I think the only way that somebody will get better when they're in the ring with Goldberg is if they just win, and it doesn't have anything to do with Goldberg. And again. I think I've said this before about Goldberg on this show. Goldberg is a great person. I respect him as a a, a man, as a person. I'm jealous he, he has an easy gimmick. Yeah, his I, gimmick is he jealous. wins. Yeah, and that's it. Thirty you know? seconds, spear, jackhammer. I'm I'm in that's theater. It. Cool, and, awesome. And I, I, I wish I could. Have what it. I also respect about him: a lot of people shit on Goldberg because they think. Goldberg was the one that booked himself for all this. No, 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 no. WCW booked Goldberg. Goldberg isn't a product of Goldberg politicking. Goldberg is a product of Eric Bischoff and everyone else in WCW saying, yeah, oh, he's a big looking guy. He's got the look. Let's just fucking push him to the moon. Right? Goldberg has said himself, it's like, I don't know anything about the wrestling business. They just stuck me in here. They they pushed me to the moon and I I just did what I did. Cool. I enjoyed the ride. It was awesome. If for whatever reason somebody thought flabby old me was worth getting pushed to the moon, I'm like, I don't know. I'm just going to do what I'm told. And it's like, okay. So I, I'm okay with Goldberg, the guy. I'm not like, I, I'm never mad at him. I see that he gets used by the powers that be, as by the bookers, act. as a nostalgia or a ratings grab. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, it's not Lashley versus Goldberg. In my mind, it's the idea of what you could do with Lashley versus the idea of what bookers want. Mm-hmm. The the idea of building a, a, a somebody that may be worthy to be there all the time, who could put on a good show, who's also going to get a little overlooked because of the color of his skin. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Now, I'm not saying that's all he is, but a little bit. Versus... The established ratings grab. What is the bookers? What is Vince going to do in What's this the situation? Priority? Continue yeah. to grow Lashley or just cash in on Goldberg for a cup of coffee? For a cup of coffee for a ratings grab, right? Yeah. And it's like, and possibly risk injuring somebody that he's in the ring with. Yeah. 
God, I hope, God, I hope that they're going to give that to Lashley. Let Lashley actually beat him. Yeah. And that's my pick. I'm, I'm going with Lashley. Too. Lashley needs to win this. What about Roman Reigns against John Cena for the Universal title? Nine. And at nine. Um, Cena coming back. Playing the role that The Rock pretty much played on him without getting called out on it is interesting to me. You well, know, he doesn't have anything written on his own. Yeah, I, I, if if Cena got called out by Roman, I may be at a ten. Got called out. Oh, Mister Hollywood, you know that's what exactly you said you wouldn't do to the to my cousin. But now that she was on the other foot, so now it's and okay. then Cena acknowledging him being in um, in uh, Hobbs and Shaw. And that Roman's already following the rule that Cena yeah. said he wouldn't do, that The Rock said he wouldn't exactly. do. Exactly. Like, if they added that little extra, I'd be at a 10. I'm at a 9 because the other parts of their promos... Because there's nothing wrong with Missionary. Right. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. As I get off, doesn't matter how. Yeah, I mean, you know, three minutes of heavyweight bout. And uh, <laughs> I've been knocked out in the first round. Um, I mean... I it's Bernie Mac. <laughs> I mean... So far of what we've got, I've, I'm, I'm interested. Yeah. And for as much as I've hated Cena over the decades, and as much as I hated Roman, I feel like finally WWE has aligned the stars correctly enough to where I feel okay booing Roman. And cheering Cena. And cheering Cena. Mm-hmm. The way that WWE wants us to react to them. WWE wants us to boo Roman. They want us to cheer Cena. And guess what? I'm booing Roman and I'm cheering Cena. Everything's aligned perfectly finally for the first time with their main adventures with the person Vince wants you to react to in a certain way. And I'm reacting like that. How the fuck did this happen? How did we get here? This is magical. I'm at a nine. Magical. I'm at a nine. I would be at a ten. If you don't boo Roman, you acknowledge him. Thank you, Arnold. You I would be him. at a 10 if Roman... Oh, man, I, I can't believe they brought up the Nikki Bella stuff. I, I, I don't know if I, was, if I was cheering or kind of booing that they're trying to bring them back on television. I think I would have been at a 10 if Cena kind of sank a little bit to Roman's level. I know it's going to sound awful, but keep in mind before I say this, that the movie that he's... Pro- spoiler alert. It's been a couple of weeks. But spoiler alert still for the sensitive people that get triggered. Cena actually plays a heel in the movie. Suicide You're talking Squad. about a, a Suicide, Squad. Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad was fucking great. He's a he's he's ultimately a, a bad guy in there. The, the twist yeah. Yeah. at the end so is he winds up being the I bad just, guy. I just... God, for the adults that want to watch this rivalry. Just, just once. I just want Cena to say... That I'm gonna finish the job leukemia started. Oh. <laughs> really, really hammer home, you know. Oh and you know why? And you know what? You know why? Because missionary isn't something that is for the kids. The Nikki stuff isn't for the kids. The protecting that the company's doing isn't for the kids. Mm-hmm. This rivalry is not for him. This ain't for the pretty pebbles. This is for the big, for us adults. We're the ones that are really reacting towards this rivalry. Yeah. So, why, controversy creates cash. Why not go there? 
If you're going to bring up Cena's Man, personal life, I don't know. if you're going to bring up Cena's personal life, Man, I don't know. If, if you're going to give it, you better be ready to take it. Okay. You know, so I can't see, I can't see Cena doing that. That's not in his in his character for like his character character, and that's not in, like in the character of who he is with all the Make a Wish stuff. Like his the Make a Wish stuff, he's still doing even though he's in Hollywood. It, for him to make fun of somebody with leukemia, kids will forget. Uh, kids will forget the one promo, the one line. Uh, the adults will be like, "Oh man, Cena! I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm cheering." Oh, uh, Arnold says they can't do that because of the pink ropes in October. Now he does. Uh, Arnold also says that they had to bring in the uh, throw in the fact that the movie bombed, which no, su- it didn't. Suicide Squad should not have bombed. I don't think it bombed. I, I know that there was bombed. people people that were giving it very bad reviews. It's different. It's wild. It's crazy. It's out there. But I had so much fucking yeah, fun watching fun. it. That was such a wild fucking ride. You need like if you haven't watched that movie, I'm sorry we gave you a little bit of the spoiler there, but you need to watch this movie. Fine, fuck it. Pop culture minute. Better movie. Suicide Squad with John Cena or Jungle Cruise with The Rock? I haven't seen Jungle Cruise. God yet. damn it, Bobby. That that movie's fun too. Okay. They're okay. like right here. Yeah. Oh man. Who's happening? Roman Cena, Cena's off in fucking Hollywoodland. Cena's back for a little short stint here and there. He's just going to show up, come, you know, do the job, leave, come back next year for twice in a lifetime. <laughs> They're advertising the summer of Cena. And I don't think he's done all the 13 dates yet. Summer of Cena is done at SummerSlam? Not necessarily. Okay. Yeah. In Houston, summers last till fucking November. Well, um, and then we get fall for like two weeks. Yeah. Almost hesitantly, at the expense of a Roman loss, I'm going for Cena. Not so much because it'll give him the 17th run. Because number one, I don't, I don't, I'm not gonna, I don't believe it because the Universal Ooh. title is not a title. The Universal title is not a title. It is. No, it's fake. That it exists. It's no, fake news. It, it, it's fake it news. Exists. No, not in Reigns. No. Yeah, it does. If they could take away Reigns from Charlotte Flair because she's, it was an NXT, they could take away this. This don't count. It's an asterisk. This ain't real. Yeah, it is. Is, is he going to defend the belt on Mars? Is he going to Jupiter? No. So the Universal title don't exist. They call so, it the World Series, but it's only in America. Yeah, but it ain't just Americans in those teams. So... <laughs> I want Fuck this. Fuck you, Chris. I want this. It's not that I'm anti-America. I'm pro-world. But okay. the point is, you want to solidify Roman's heel run. Yeah. So, how does the head of the table react? To a loss? To a loss. Oh, this is what happens when you cross the head of the table. And then the rematch is like Cena Lesnar. 16 suplexes, mm. but in Roman's way, where he obliterates Cena, obliterates him. And I was like, I've been caught, I was caught sleeping for one night, and look what happened, look how I rectified that. Mm-hmm. I dare somebody to come sit at my table. And that's where you so, it's, oh, Roman's a big fucking deal because he killed Cena. He got, fuck it, Cena beats him by a roll up. Oh, he caught me sleeping one night, and now I, now I heard him. Now he can't even make no movies no more. I heard him. I put him out. I dare somebody to step up. Oh, you with the briefcase? I dare you to step up. Build that. 
But for that to happen, he has to lose. Cena wants to embarrass him. He's a guy that's done a lot. 16 world title runs. Awesome storylines with several people on the roster. Bring that to fruition. Cena was the guy that embarrassed Roman. He never said for how long, mm. but he did what he said he was going to do. Okay. And now Roman with the come up kills him. This how, is leukemia. How do, how do you see this eventually working or will it not work its way to Roman versus Rock? The Rock. I, the, you don't think that's ever going to happen? Not one on one. No. The Rock. Cena's cool. The Rock is a fucking action star. Hollywood is not yeah. going to let him wrestle. You're, you're aware that the rematch with Cena and The Rock, The Rock had a, uh, suffered a hernia through the I, match. I, Finished yeah. the match. Yeah. They delayed footage, filming of Hercules mm-hmm. because that happened during WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. They're not going to let The Rock wrestle a, a, a singles match anymore. Okay. So the rumor is the Usos are going to be divided. One Uso teams with The Rock. The other Uso teams with Roman. That's your Hollywood match. And that gives the rock where he, he doesn't so get over. Jimmy versus Jay with the the other two yeah. actual stars in the corners. Yeah, Ugh. or backwards. It's a tag match. Oh, Roman okay. And Jay, that way, Roman rock. and Jay, Rock and Jimmy. Okay, so that he, the Rock doesn't. <laughs> it's that strenuous <laughs> for the Rock. Robert has Lashley ever defended the world title in Antarctica? Sidebar. <laughs> oh God. The fucking Field of Dreams baseball game was an awesome view. Was it? Yeah, it yeah. was fucking cool. They came out from the cornfield. They did the introduction. The fucking game ended on a walk on a home run. Nice. A three-run shot that ended up in the corn. Nice. To the point that WWE noticed, mm-hmm. and they want to do things outside the box. One of the examples were they want to have Raw on the roof again. Remember the old oh, the Raw Titan intro? Tron? Yeah, on the roof of the Titan Tron. They want to have t- a, Titan Towers. Yeah, they want to have an actual Raw episode up there, like Money in the Bank. Yeah, how, that was. Yeah. Okay. So what if WWF WWE does a show in Antarctica? W there no, you can't do a show in Antarctica. On the ship docked right there on the ice. You can do it. No. Can it be done. No, it can't. You have to think outside the box. No, that's that's too far outside the box. They're not, no. You can do it outside in Canada and tell them it's Antarctica. That you can do. <laughs> They'll call it the North Pole. They do that for Christmas. How about that? It's just off the coast of Nova Scotia. That's it. They're not really at the North Pole. It looks like it's freezing. It's just like 30. Fine. I'll 30 say it degrees. out there. Tribute for the Taliban. Oh, my God. Then Drew brings out the sword. Yeah. Cena wins and then loses the title to Finn in Saudi Arabia. Cena wins the title and loses it to Big E cashing in. Are they still doing shows in Saudi? They're supposed to have a crown jewel in October. They're uh, supposed to do that again. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Finn cash uh Big E cashes in on Cena. If again, going back to this thing with Big E and Corbin, does Corbin have the yeah, fucking briefcase? Fuck. We'll find does out. Does he? Yeah. Overall, SummerSlam. Uh, How many masks? Seven. Seven masks? Yeah. Six. Seven. I don't know. Five masks and a pair of gloves. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a half of this I really am not going to watch. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to watch any of it. Well, shit, then. Why did we spend 30 minutes talking about it? I don't know. Take over 36. What's the match you want to watch? Sunday. 
Sunday, Sunday. Kyle versus uh, uh, Cole. Three stages of hell? Yeah. What are the three stages? I know that they've said it, but I don't remember them. Pinfall submission. Okay. No DQ. Steel cage. That's for a three stages of hell. That's kind of no frills, but I'm okay with it. Number. Eight. Eight. Eight and a half. Who's winning? Kyle. Oh, no. Kyle O'Reilly. He's going to lose the regular pinfall. No, no, no. He's going to win the regular pinfall, lose the no DQ for sh- shenanigans somehow, and then win the steel cage via submission. I hate to bring this up, but you know how... Arnie we, says seven. How, you know how we got the fight forever chance? How? Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Yeah. Did Sami Zayn ever beat Kevin Owens in NXT? Uh, no. Exactly. I don't want Kylo to get this. Keep it going. They're obviously not going to fire Kylo either. So keep this going on the main roster. Okay. Show the newbies what's up. I'm at an eight, and I've got Adam, I've got Adam Cole winning. Okay. Baby. Give me another match that you want to see. Cross versus what's his name? Joe. Number. Seven. If we still... Four? Goddamn. If we still had Scarlet... Maybe it'd be a little bit higher, not because of just oh eye candy, which yes eye candy, but cross without Scarlet, uh, there's something missing. Cross suddenly wearing his own T-shirt instead of coming out in a suit and tie with the title over his shoulder. Something's off with that. It's like it's your perception. Yeah. Raw has done him no favors at all. If, yeah. he, if if he never stepped foot on Monday Night Raw between the last six weeks and now, I'd be at an eleven. Because it's yeah. Killer Cross and Samoa Joe. But they completely killed Samo- uh, Killer Cross for me. Yeah. It completely killed it. To they, the point that it's weighing me. I could when, I could give a 10 just for Samoa Joe. And even now I'm at a 4. When Cross came out lip syncing the words to his own song. Like how Scarlet did. Ooh, that was not good looking. I got oh. Joe winning because Cross is going to end up on the main roster anyway. But I'm at a 4. I I've, I've, I've probably might not even watch this live. You know, I actually got cross winning because I don't think they're going to give it to Joe. Um, I mean, I would love Joe to see it, and I know you're you're a, a Jomophile, you know, but uh, God damn, I don't know. Like giving it to Joe just doesn't seem. Is it too obvious? Too anticlimactic, maybe? almost. Maybe. I don't know. What else are you looking forward to? I don't know what else is on the card at this point. I'm out, I'm out of card. L.A. Knight against Cameron Grimes. Oh, yeah. For the million-dollar belt. If Cameron Grimes loses, Ted DiBiase becomes the new butler. L.A. Knight's winning. Cameron Grimes losing. Ted DiBiase also becomes a butler somehow. And this shenanigans is going to be hilarious. Uh, the match... You're at a 10? I was going to say the match itself for me is at about a 6. Um, Anticipation. This story has had okay. no bumps in the road whatsoever. Grimy. I don't think they've done any... I don't think they've told... I don't think there's any chapter in this story that they've told wrong. Okay. To the build to this match. It could be other shit, but getting here, it, it took me in. It's one of the reasons I still watch NXT somewhat religiously is because of that storyline. So it's earned it. I'm at a 10. And it's the ultimate payoff. Sometimes easy's, sometimes the easy story is right. Crimes is winning this. <laughs> Arnold says, oh, Virgil comes back. <laughs> I've, been, I've been calling Virgil coming back. If it's part of the story, I wouldn't mind it. Yeah. But I've got I've got Grimes the payoffs now. 
Grimes is winning. Grant Grimes, not Grimes. L.A. Knight. No. Okay. No. So you can't see Ted DiBiase no. for a few weeks doing some sort of oh, shenanigans, no. being a butler. No. No. Okay. No, I see. I, 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 I see the rub in. So after he beats him, the next the next night on NXT TV, it was like I don't want you to feel too bad. I found you. I found you a suitable replacement for me, and then you bring in Virgil. Bring in Virgil. <laughs> You're not. You don't. And have don't worry about it. Anymore. I'm paying for it. Grimey's the baller. He's paying for Virgil to be LA Knight's butler. No, DiBiase is paying for Virgil to be his butler. <laughs> and I know I'm gonna fuck this up when I say this. There's chemistry between LA Knight and fucking Cameron Grimes. What won me over was the golf skit. Where okay. LA Grimes yeah. and, and there's chemistry there. Yeah. That's the next cause it's WWE universe. That's the next odd couple tag team. LA Knight and fucking Grimey. Okay. That's where this is gonna lead to. But okay. Grimey's gonna earn he's gonna earn Knight's respect by beating him and taking the belt. <laughs> Robert. Uh, Robert. My only anticipating match is Ela Dragonoff versus Walter Two. Okay. Ten. I'm at a nine. What's keeping you? The fear of it not being as good as the first one and the the fact that it this one might get overproduced because now it's like, well, this match was so good on UK, we got to put it on main NXT. We got glitter. And Triple H is out there saying, oh, look at this match. Look at that. Regal. Oh, yeah, we're going to have this here. Oh, okay. This match was a sleeper hit. But now you're not going to let it be a sleeper hit. You're trying to force it to, oh, look how good it was. Look how good it was. We're going to do it again. Ooh, that, that, that gets me nervous. Gets me a little nervous. I'm not at a 10 because of that. I'm still at a 9. Respectable 9. But mm. my only worry is at this point, I don't see Dragunov beating Walter for the title. Okay. And I would be a bit disappointed. It's fucked up. I'm saying this. I would be disappointed if Dragunov wins the belt. You'd be disappointed if Dragunov wins? Yeah. I don't. Okay. I don't. I just. I don't see it anymore. Like again. Like what you mentioned. It was a. It was a diamond in the rough. Yeah. But now you want to like polish it and shine it and put it on a nice little band that has four yeah. other bands that connect and you want to show it off at the fucking prom. Yeah. 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 And it was a diamond in the rough, not because it wasn't a diamond. It was a fucking blood red ruby. Yeah. It was like something you weren't expecting. It doesn't go on a nice little engagement band. It that, goes around your neck. That thing was fucking rough. Yeah. It, the, part of the reason why it was so appealing was because it wasn't like anything else you've ever seen before. That match, that NXT UK match, doesn't belong on a takeover. It doesn't really belong anywhere. It was. It benefited from the fact that it was from a show Other that... Nowhere was out of nowhere and was different. Remember, this was in the middle of fucking lockdown where we didn't have humanoids and the only people that were reacting were the other wrestlers and other fucking... And the cameramen. Yeah, the cameramen yeah. that were like, holy shit, what do we got here? Like yeah. a dozen people, maybe less than a dozen people cheering and clapping that you didn't even see but you knew that they were behind the camera marking out. Putting this in front of a live audience where people are like, mm, I'm not sure. This might have the feel of something kind of like a Nick Gage match. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be as ugly and as 
unskilled as Nick Gage, but goddamn, it may be as gory. It's going to be unnerving, yeah. And unnerving, that's a good word for it. Yes, yeah. yes. I have Dragunov winning and Walter staying uh, in NXT full-time. Yep, cool. Thank you, Robert. Arnold says so that So is I was... Walter the one that takes it off across then? I said that a couple of times before. I want the beef. Maybe. But you think by I... now WWE will overproduce all that shit also? I see. Okay. That's my this, bigger fear is this post-NXT earthquake that since Killer Cross is overproduced and is now on the main roster because that's what Vince wants, that they're going to try to overproduce a lot of things or characters that don't necessarily need it. But yeah. because Vince is out of tune, he's going to just... Can I say something maybe a bit controversial and definitely going to be unpopular? Go for it. I don't think Walter's that good in the ring. And he definitely isn't uh, living up to the name Ring General. He's not a Ring General. He is a big man that has a really, really good chop and doesn't leave his feet. That's really about it. Kind of the kind of guy that Vince likes. True. What did Hulk Hogan do when he left in AWA and went to WWE? I agree. Big guy. Had the big boot. Had the leg drop. Yeah. Other than that. Yeah. Never left his feet. Right. But... And this is going to be a little controversial. I don't think he's even as good as Hogan. Obviously Rest- not. Wrestling ring wise, not. not overwise, right? The Ho- charisma and stuff that's, Hogan's, that's different. Hogan's uh, Hogan's co- uh, color palette is about a couple of bags of Skittles. Got about six or seven mm-hmm. different things he does. Mm-hmm. As good as Walter is at the things he does, his color palette's probably like two shades of gray. Right, it. right. Well, shades of red, but yes, yeah, depending yeah. on what side of the head you're on. <laughs> yeah, like that chop, devastating. You know, a, a couple of boots and and kicks. God damn, they look like they're gonna kill you. Chops the but back now. Chops oh, the back. It's the chop, but he'll. Doesn't he do like a camel clutch? He or shouldn't something? even be the ring general. He should be the butcher because all he does is chop fools. Yeah, like like what he does is pretty tough, rough. God damn, it looks realistic. It's awful. But it's also not like new modern day big guys. And I know you like to say... Because there's a lot of modern big guys that do drop kicks, moonsaults. Walter's drop kick is ugly compared to Keith Lee, Hernandez. I mean, if you even compare... Big show of the giant... Compare him to Strowman. Strowman has a bigger moveset than than this guy. Strowman could sell better than this guy. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Like, I don't think I've ever seen Walter sell. I, I think the first time I've seen Walter sell is is, is with uh, yeah, Dragunov. Yeah, but, but Strowman wrestles guys his closer to his body type. Walter True. doesn't. So he doesn't need to sell, he doesn't need to sell as sell, much. But does he not need to sell? And they're using that to accentuate the positives because maybe the brother can't sell? Possibly. Maybe. I don't know. I've been afraid to say what Abel is saying for years. <laughs> Thank you, Arnold. <laughs> Fuck it. We're saving the best for last. Raquel Gonzalez, Dakota Kai for the women's title. La cabrona, la chingona. Um, what Selena outfit is Mamacita bringing? Mm, I'm at another 10. I would be at a 10 if it wasn't for the fact that it's... Too soon? We t- Arnold mentioned that, that he could still stretch this out a little more before the turn. Yes, yes. Could you would stretch it out a little bit longer too? Yeah, I would stretch it out a little bit longer, put a little bit more salsa on that fucking storyline. Okay. Uh, and for me, the reason why I'm at a 9 and not a 10 is mostly because of Dakota. 
Really? Mostly because of Dakota. I'm expecting Dakota to get killed in like 60 seconds. I'm expecting Dakota to get killed in 60 seconds too. While I will be happy that Dakota gets killed in 60 seconds, a 60 second match, a good match, no make. That's well, uh, Goldberg Lesnar. I, I don't know about that. I don't know. I'm at a 10. I got Raquel winning this. This is going to. There are no buffer matches here. It's just banger after banger. Mm-hmm. So if this is going to be the buffer, play it to your strength. Have Gonzalez kill her. Quick. Kill her dead. Yeah. Okay. Fucking Saldivar that hoe. That done. Aye. Yeah. I'm I'm at a nine for TakeOver, and I'm probably watching this whole thing live. Well, yeah, I'm going to be with Travis's house. But Dakota- I'm more looking forward to this than I am SummerSlam. Dakota wrestled as a face on main event last week. All right. And that's the other. Ugh. She's going up. That Arnold. I think. I think he means up to the main roster. Yeah. yeah okay. This is her farewell. Her send off gets gets her ass beat by uh, la cabrona, la chingona, and then uh, shows up on the main roster. Have you been keeping up with the NXT uh, weekly episodes? Like the show? Yeah. For the most part, I think I missed like week before last, but our finals for the uh, breakout tournament: Carmelo Hayes against Odyssey Jones. Is there anyone besides these two that you would rather see in the finals? Or is this the right final? I wanted to be able to make an argument for the Aussie dude. Was it Duke Hudson? Duke Hudson. From the moment I saw him, he looked like a Vince McMahon crush. Like that's the kind of guy Vince McMahon wants. This whole this breakout tournament feels like these are this is how NXT is gonna end up. We're gonna get a lot of no namers. The first breakout tournament had fucking um ACH in it. And yeah. he wound up winning it because he yeah. had the most popularity. I, I, I liked Hudson's look. Um, and I I wanted to see more of him. And I wanted to see what the charisma that he actually had was. Not like in a tournament. Where a tournament you're kind of showcasing the Did you catch him on commentary that second week when he watched be- his opponent? I he, believe so. I and I was, was like, good. okay, cool. I want to see more of this this charismatic side of him. Yeah. You know, uh, which again... A tournament showcases your in-ring and doesn't showcase your charisma necessarily, right? So I, I wanted to see a little bit more. He still – he because it was just a breakout tournament, he had his generic little entrance, his generic butt rock music. Well, no, it wasn't even butt rock. He had something else. But, like, it, it all seemed like creative wrestler. It was wrestler. just a didgeridoo in the background. Yeah, it, it all seemed very creative wrestler. But, like, I wanted to see him go through that second evolution, you know? Um, so, yeah. Now, Odyssey – now that guy is interesting, but we already have an Odyssey with Keith Lee and Willie Mac. And, well, uh, well, Willie Mac's Did not in out, NXT. Well, you go out yeah. there, yeah. Odyssey is so over. He is over. But I don't know. I think it, it's it's to Car- Carmelo Hayes' advantage that he's already had a reps on NXT television for people that actually like him. Mm-hmm. I, I I like him. He's a cool guy. I think he's, he's a good right. character. He's, yeah. got, he's got a little bit of personality. Um. I'm not hating on the fact that it's black on black final uh, at all. I'm, I'd be happy with either dude. It just, again, it, and I hate that I'm going to say this, but lately the track record with WWE and their handling of NXT and now with how Vince or mm-hmm. alleged Vince's opinion on what he expects the future of WWE to look like. 
I'm worried that a guy that has the charisma and talent of Car- of uh, Carmelo Hayes be swept under the rug for a bigger guy. That's my only gripe, you know? And, and that's before you take into consideration that I could only invest in these kids for so long because they're, what we see here is not going to mean a lick of beans as soon as they show up on the main roster. I mean, if you think of it, like, I, I know we're not super big sports guys and football guys, right? But I know Arnold is, and he's still in the chat. Um, I would think that you would think of it more as, like, NCAA, Right, and I think that's what Vince wants it to be before name and likeness. NCAA football, yeah. right? Where it's like you, you, they're they're in college, two, three, sometimes four years. They're gonna get drafted, and the people that are really into football watch that because they want to see the people that that go into the NFL. They really really like the NFL, but. The NCAA is where they, they keep their eye on just to see. Now, yeah, there's a few football fans out there that only watch NCAA, but, you know, whatever. Those are the weirdos, right? <laughs> but, like, people that are really hardcore into football, they keep their eye on that over there, you know, just to see yeah. your stars of tomorrow and where they'll go when draft day comes around, right? Draft day, oh, man, they really need to pick this guy, you know. But it, it's almost like they're watching NCAA so that it supplements their NFL addiction, mm-hmm. you know. So... I, I think that's what Vince wants NXT to be, the that that farm system where it'll be the youngins, the prospects that they home grow, the nobodies that become the, somebody. Yeah, yeah, and then they'll you know bring them in, but um, and which was kind of just fly in the face of what Triple H was doing, which is hey, here's the guys that deserve a shot. They've made their name on the indies, and no, Vince wants to make their own names because they don't want to have to. Give say, up half of the rights because they, they, the name's yeah, already like, fucking. Well, goddamn, I can't own the name Samoa Joe because he already owns Samoa Joe, and he wants I can't to be own Samoa Chelsea Joe. Green because he was born with it. Yeah, like if Chelsea Green showed up, should be like you know Britney Blue. You know, I could I could copyright Britney Blue. Chelsea Green, eh? You know, I doubt that fool's name really is Odyssey Jones. I mean, maybe it is, but <laughs> I mean, him mama name no Odyssey. I'll call him Odyssey. <laughs> His name's really Cassius. <laughs> Next week on Dynamite. God damn, we're not done with this episode. Almost. Orange Cassidy against Matt Hardy. All right. Eight. 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 Okay. Eight. Um. I think it'll be a good match. Uh, I, uh Hardy. Uh, his 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 stable is a little weak. Uh, it's but, overcrowded. There's a lot of people in it. Oh, there. There's just too many fucking stables in AEW, right? Uh, but yeah, his one is a little overcrowded. And it's like, at this point, if you're going to be big money, Matt, and you're kind of in a managerial role for the young kids, I don't want to see you wrestling. I want to see you in feuds directing your minions to fight Orange Cassidy. Like, we love Orange Cassidy. He's got a great gimmick. The kid's great. He's funny. He's hilarious. But Orange Cassidy has no business fighting Matt Hardy at this point when Matt Hardy has throngs of other young kids to throw at him. Mm-hmm. So I'm in at eight. Seven. It's Cassidy. Okay. Arnold's at a two. Goddamn. Oh, well, he's more of an Apple guy. Um, I got Cassidy win. Okay. Red Velvet against Jamie Hayter. Four. 
five. It's mostly for Red Velvet. Um, the sooner this match happens on the episode, the better. I'm not sold on Velvet nor Cardgill. Not yet. I'm not no, this is Hater. This isn't Cardgill. No, no, I know. Yeah. I know. I'm just comparing them both because they kind of debuted somewhat at the yeah. same time. Uh, so I, I'm kind of comparing them both. I'm not sold yet. I know that they both had a match that was kind of impressive. Uh, I think we were talking about this when we were at Hector's place the last time. Yeah. You know, they were like, oh, wow, this was pretty cool. But I need to see more of them to be sold on them. And, and yeah, Velvet is in that that boat for me. Now, Hater, what the fuck is a Hater? I'm supposed to know her? I don't remember her. No. <laughs> so... No, Velvet's I, winning. I'm at a five. Okay, Velvet's winning. Uh, Arnold says Velvet impressed him, and he's at an eight. Wow. An eight? An eight. God damn. Okay. Brock Anderson against Malachi Black. Seven. Um, all Malachi, huh? Almost all Malachi. Almost. I did get a little chuckle when Brock... Cut the promo back there with his daddy, Arn. And Arn's like saying, you don't need to do this or whatever it was. And Ar- uh, Brock's like, oh, I'm going to do it. And it's like, wow, you really are your your daddy's kid. Like, <laughs> he was like, Mr. No Charisma, but I'm going to have a little bit of charisma by just with being tough. With all due respect. With all due respect, I'm about to say something disrespectful. Dad, like, like. He's like one of those kids that calls his dad Sarge if he was like in the army, right? Like, yes, sir, Colonel. Like, that's your dad. You don't even call him Colonel, right? But like, that's he what he strikes care. me as. Like, he's definitely his, his dad's son. He's been so, off yeah. of television for a while. I shouldn't be the one to say this, obviously, because I've been in my third trimester for like nine years. But Brock, he's been off of TV for a while. I hope he's in better shape because he looked doughy. He that he did not look like a guy that should be in a wrestling ring. He looked like a guy that should have been paying a t- buying a ticket. Mm. And Malachi's gonna kill him, which is what I really obviously want to see. Arnold says Lil Arn is gonna die. Yeah. Varsity Blondes against the Lucha Bros Eliminator Tournament. Seven, six, seven. I don't know. It's eight. Eight. Okay. Lucha Bros and not to be mean, Brian Pillman. Yeah. I mean, I want to cheer for Brian Pillman, but right now, Varsity Blondes, they haven't really made it out of the blocks yet. Dude, just imagine on fucking Dynamite, no, or on fucking Rampage, the main event of Rampage is fucking Jurassic Express and the Lucha Bros Mm. with the winner going against the Bucks in a fucking cage. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I've got Lucha Bros in it. Okay, Lucha Bros, yeah. Yeah, Lucha Bros. Or we get shenanigans and it's Lucha Bros, Jurassic Express, Young Bucks, all in the cage. Arnold says seven Lucha Bros. Of course. Lucha Bros and Pillman Jr.? Wait. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck you mean, Arnold? <sighs> That's everything so far. Great. Chris stole my take. Ah, oh, shit, I steal everything. Yeah. Before we go. Oh. How about a little bit of an upper? Oh. Because I still got more stuff to talk about. Oh, shit. Okay, we're going to go to the B-roll. Remember how I said I'm not watching SummerSlam? Yeah. I'm also not watching NXT. Do you want to ask me why? You're working, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Both shows, aren't you? Mm-hmm. 
God damn it. So, DZW is having their next show on Saturday. <laughs> SummerSlam Saturday. So if you're not watching SummerSlam and you're in Katy, Texas, come on, uh, come on out to the Hangar Unity Center in Brookshire, well, which is right outside of Katy, a little bit further west, and come see your boy, Ring Announce. God damn. Yes. Now, ask me why I'm not watching TakeOver. Why aren't you watching TakeOver? Because UPW oh, is having a show on Sunday. Santa Fe? Uh, uh... Texas City. Texas City. Texas oh, City. So, oh! So make sure so you, now you're competing with ROW so now. Make sure you come out to the Texas City Live Bar and Grill um, to see your boy ringing out. Now, this, this, in UPW's defense, they did have uh, um, a little bit of uh, vision, foresight to say, well, we're not going to go right up against NXT. Oh, they're going early? They're going early. I nice. believe bell time is... 3 p.m. Uh, don't quote me on that just yet. Uh, it, but it's an afternoon show. I think it's 3. If it's not 3, it's like 4 or something like that. Mm. So not directly competing against uh, NXT. But yes, if you're going to be in Texas City, you need to find some wrestling that's live. Before you, for, before you watch the wrestling on the telly, come on out and see your boy ring announce. There you go. Now, what did you have? Before we go. Before we go. Let's end this on a high. Okay. I'm going to just say I'm going to just say one word and I just want to hear your reaction to it. Oh shit. Index. Oh. <laughs> oh, man, I can't believe we didn't talk about this. Oh. Better romance, RK Bro or Index? <laughs> You're actually gonna try to put over Orton? Are you struggling that hard? Wow! <laughs> Told you I was gonna try to end this on a high. Index. Index. Because there's actually a chance of somebody getting laid in that one. Um, yeah. Riddle uh, uh, has the hair. I mean, RK Bro is cool, but I'm not. Like, You're not infatuated. Right. There's a I bit know. of infatuation with I this. I know that no matter what. I don't care if it's 15 years from now and they've spent the last 15 years together. I'm still nervous for fucking uh, Riddle. Uh, Riddle to get RKO'd out of nowhere. And then sent to AEW. Yeah, like, <laughs> like it's Orton. He's going to stab him in the back. I, I didn't stab him in the front. I mean, okay, he's going to... It's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I just don't know when... Like I said, it could be 15, 20, 30 years from now. It, Randy Orton could be 74 years old. And at some point, he's just going to be like, you know what? I'm tired of this kid. And then, boom, RKO. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> so I can't be fully invested with them as a team, as a unit, like fucking New Day or Index. I think Index, oh, God, I hope that's forever. I hope it's forever. You know why I'm picking Index? Why? True friend stab you in the front. Thank you, Arnold. Because missionary style, <laughs> <laughs> like Kiss of the Dragon. I remember that movie. Um, it's making me care about Gargano and fucking Candice LeRae. It's making oh. me care about them. Okay. Okay. And 
it's becoming a bit of an infatuation for me. Um, we mentioned this earlier. Um, wrestling's best when it's mixed in with realism. Okay. So the fact that Candace is actually pregnant mm-hmm. and they're actually being, they're practicing parenting by doing it with fucking Index. Yeah, yeah. And Austin Theory, which I don't know where the fuck he went. They might have left him at a fucking firehouse. But <laughs> they're trying to raise Index to be, a, uh, they're trying to raise Indy to be a good girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just not working. It's not working. Yeah. And that's, uh, and again, the WWE machine. I'm expecting before the year is over some random tag team match that involves Gargano and fucking um, Dexter Loomis on the same team having to work together uh, to make the mom and the and the daughter happy. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Index yeah. all the way. I'm loving it. Yeah. And I love the fact that he lost the match and they didn't give a fuck. They're still there yeah. doing it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> lost the match. But he went in, in the bedroom at that, that night. Yeah. Plenty of pie. Yep. Oh, God, there wasn't any pie on that menu. I checked that menu back in front. God damn, I lost it when, when that... Oh, my God. He had room for pie. If only Dexter did the eyebrow. Oh, yeah. Or just like... <laughs> just licked his lips. Yeah. Or go like this. We all know what that smells like. And damn. on that... Adios, my friends. Keep it classy.